Hi everyone. This is uh this is Chris here. I just wanted to to be real with you guys here at the end of the year in this holiday season and uh just say hey. How you doing? How's your family? Um this episode doesn't really have a theme. This is uh this is like Are you in an AA meeting? <laughs> Hell, what is this, man? Where are you we're in confession doing right now? You know, I'm just trying to give like a nice peaceful vibe to the people listening for the end of the year. And you guys are we're, we're doing the our end of the year like wrap up show. Basically, you have your youth pastor. You have your youth weird. pastor. Get up so on too. Yeah, I, I was trying to go what for youth that? pastor vibes. <laughs> Look, it was either that or I tried to read the lyrics of Old Lang Sign, and one of the lyrics goes, um, "We tway hey run around the braze, and put the goins fine." But we wandered money a week. Right, a meeting was definitely better. Yeah. <laughs> you understand how I ended up. Neither was very good, but okay. Listen, it worked. Me interrupting, the- you made it. It worked for the Christmas. Welcome, everyone, at 321 Binge. Um, I'm your host, Chris Ramirez, with my co host, Faison Delal. What's up? And uh, the butt naked New Year's babe, Tyler Zucker. Please don't say babe when describing <laughs> No, me. like a baby, like a baby. Yeah, baby. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, but it's called the babe. <laughs> No, and it's not. Yes, nobody it says that. Not in, in the old in the old language. We're not in times. the olden days. No, no, we're not. You guys just you guys don't know how to have fun. <laughs> You're over two, man. Come on. Over two. I can make it over three. All right. <laughs> what is it? Well, give me time, Tyler. You can't just put a guy on the spot like that. Oh, anyway, for three. <laughs> anyway, this is, I told you. This is um our yearly roundup. This is our first time ever doing this. Uh <laughs> oh, great. Basic, it's a great start. Basically, what this is is um, we are going to be looking back on the all of the movies and shows we've watched over the year. I think it's something like 150 individual pieces of content we have consumed, and um, we're going to be we kind of doing every minute of it, didn't we? I I certainly loved some of them. I love those Mac and Me and Catwoman minutes. Let me tell you. But oh like my god, I forgot about Catwoman. <laughs> How did I forget about Catwoman? Faison suddenly going to be adjusting his worst of category. Um, How did I forget about best. Catwoman? Oh it's my called, god, it's called repression. Faison, we all have it. Um, so basically, yeah, we're going through. It's kind of like our personal little Oscars. We're going through all the stuff we've watched this year. We're doing the worst. We're doing the best. We're doing the hidden gems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And to make matters worse, we didn't decide what category to start with. Yeah, we did. So, no, we didn't. We really? Didn't. No, we didn't. I don't think we did. I don't Fuck. think we did. So I'm going to just, I'm going to kind of just go with it and we'll see how this goes. Uh, I'm going to just... start us off with um, best TV show. So this is the, the best shows that we watched over the last year for the podcast, right? Okay. All right. So let's start off. Number three. Harley Quinn. I like how we... Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that Tyler? No way. I was confused about how he wanted to do this. because We didn't discuss if we were just all shouting out random shows or we're going to go through all individual lists. <laughs> we didn't have any plan of how actually we wanted to discuss this. The thing is, I I have know, I'll go through my, my little bit of reasoning <laughs> no, 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 behind no, no. Harley Quinn. Yeah, we'll bring it through Harley Quinn phase on. We'll start. We'll do. We'll do maybe maybe phase on Tyler and me. We'll just do like a little. I mean, it was it was my first time ever watching a DC show. And I was like just presently surprised, pleasantly surprised at like the characters. <laughs> You know, seeing character, actual character development in like an animated cartoon, and it was funny and emotional. It got me into DC like heavy. Yeah, I got you reading some comics even actually. Yeah, after that week. I haven't, I haven't gone, gone around to reading him. 
recently, but I'm going to get back into it. That's about it. It's not actually the first DC show you watched because you did watch Doom Patrol. But that animated. also didn't count. Also not- oh, animated. Fair, fair enough. I guess it's Teen Titans technically. I mean, I guess it Teen is Titans, DC. right? That's definitely, yeah. yeah. First huh. adult animated DC. Yeah, show. adult animated DC show. If, if we keep adding like tags to specify, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we can't possibly be wrong. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's a fair but it, it, I, it was the first show that kind of first DC show because Teen Titans didn't really like spark an interest in like actual uh, DC as a whole for me. Harley Quinn didn't like did that for me. Hmm. That's fair. Okay. I, I think I think it makes sense. I mean, like I, I said it before. I think that Kay- Kaylee Cuckoo, Kaylee Cuckoo, Coco. Ah, I was close. Um, she's kind of really become her voice has become really synonymous with Harley Quinn for me after watching the show for the podcast, even more so than uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn in like the Suicide Squad. My brain just kind of like if I think Harley Quinn, my brain immediately goes for the show's depiction of her, um, which I think really says something about how well I feel they did the character in it as well. Yep. Tyler, you got any any thoughts on Harley Quinn? I did think about putting, like, I wanted to put it in, but the shows that did end up on my uh, list, I mean, I obviously thought the ones that are on my list were better, but I mean, like, it was definitely hard to leave it off. Yeah. I think that, I think for me, (laughs) FaZe on had the opposite issue, but for me, I ended up doing a lot of cutting. I, like, I would bulk put in a bunch of stuff in each category, and then I would just... Well, for for shows, I had to to cut. We've watched a lot of good shows. Yeah. Yeah, we have. I think I think it, it is feel it feels weird. Like I uh, Tyler recommended doing a honorable mention category to which I said no. And Straight up re- no, not even re- description, <laughs> just no. I refuse to elaborate further on that point. Tyler, what's I think we can do an honorable mention at the end of this because there are a couple I, I have. Right, yeah, I, I, why are you so against it? I don't like honorable mentions because like they didn't win. Yeah, but they were close to. Yeah, but they were close and. If we're not and giving them, you don't want people to. You don't want people to watch it. Well, you know, maybe they can watch our content to find out the honorable mentions. That All right, Tyler, just go. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, go. God, God <laughs> you fucking suck. Uh, Arcane. Yeah. Oh, Arcane. I'm sorry. I thought you said okay. No, was... yeah, Arcane. I mean, like we only saw this last month. Yeah, I think it was in November. Right? Yeah, November. Yeah, we only saw it last month, and it's. I mean, it's pretty much the best show I've seen this year, both in terms of the podcast and just me just watching any other shit. But wait, so you see, like the best show that came out this year that you've seen? You're saying? Yes. Okay, I thought you were saying like the best show isn't like you you've watched this year, like out of everything you watched on the podcast, like this was your number one pick. That that. Oh no 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 no. no, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, because I know at least one way. show. Yeah, I know at least one show you will definitely probably have your as your number one spot. Pretty sure I can call it already. Um, we maybe. might all have it at the number one spot. Mm, really? It's probably, I think it's at my number two. I'd like if we're oh. talking about distinctly different shows. <laughs> I, well, it's all going to be completely different ones. <laughs> There's absolutely no overlap on any of our lists. Uh, but um, yeah, no, Arcane, uh, we talked about it during the actual podcast. No right being this good. Uh, if you don't yeah, know for, League for of Legends, game show, like, no right being this good. Most video game adaptations are horrible. We did an oh, entire absolutely. week of video game adaptations and one was trash and the other two were okay. Maybe if Warcraft you was only okay it. because we had nostalgia. And... Warcraft as a whole was garbage. Yeah, and Sonic was a movie. It was certainly a film. Sonic's okay. Sonic, it's, you can't act. You can't uh, I mean, hate you, it. You, 
it's if you boring. try to, you can. If you if you try to, you can hit on it. But for the most part, it's inoffensive. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat, uh, it, I, I genuinely, it was tough for me to cut it off of my watch list. So honorable mention for worst things I've seen this year. I'm going to give Mortal Kombat that right. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking <laughs> It was terrible. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah, Arcane, even if you didn't know anything like League of Legends like I did, it's still pretty great show. Yeah, all right, I agree. I agree. Pass it over to myself, and I'm going to put uh, Loki as my number three spot. Yeah, I... that was it was tough for me to not put Loki on here. But it's not on him. It's not on my list. Oh, yeah. Not Same. on your list either, Tyler. Wow. Okay. I'm very excited to see because what for, your okay. So now. for me, when I was deciding my entire list, it was hard to go from to something like if I've seen it before, or if it's like something completely new. But Loki is great. Loki is great. Arcane, I just think is better because you probably agree with me that Arcane's better. As a show. Sure. Um. I think Loki does more for me at the end of the day. But is that because it's attached to something? No, like it, I, I have never once cared for Loki's character. No, no, no. I mean, attached attached as in like to see where it goes next. Because Oh, Kane... no, 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 not really. Okay. I mean, I guess I guess in the sense of like, I am interested in season two, right? Mm-hmm. But like to me, my, my enjoyment of Loki doesn't necessarily have to do with the multiverse aspect. Like I, I just, I really enjoy the, the, I said it on the show, but there, I feel like there's a very strong religious allegory to it, yeah. in which Loki falls very, very well in the mixed midst of, and um, ah, it, it all just really lands very well for me. Like the fact that it opens up the multiverse for the MCU, I don't really care. Like to me, that's something that reflects more on the stories that take advantage of it, like Spider-Man: No Way Home, right? Uh, what I enjoy and get out of Loki, it, it's it's more definitely Loki's character arc over the course of it. Um, the anti-institutionalization theme across the entire show. And I, I think all of that just lands really well for me. I also think it looks really good for an MCU oh, show. I think it's one of the best looking MCU pieces of content that we've had so far that I've seen. I haven't seen Eternals. It looks really pretty. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens when we when I get to that. But I think that Loki looked damn good and, and had a lot of really good shit to say. While uh, I was I was really debating between Loki and Harley Quinn for my third spot. I oh, think so DC, it's gonna sound it, it, it's gonna sound weird, but I knew Loki was gonna be good as a show before I went into it. Mm. Yeah. So like I didn't I I didn't rate it as highly. I had That's no fair. expectations for Harley Quinn. Like at I mean, all. yeah. If I had to pick between Loki and Harley Quinn, I think Harley Quinn is over it just because of the the surprising fact of how good it was. Wow. Okay. I think I I saw Harley Quinn as it was uh, the first season was releasing weekly because I was one of the three people in the world who subscribed to Disney, Uni- uh, sorry, DC Universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it mostly for the comics, but I got some good shows. Um, yeah, so I, dude, like, I, I, was... I mean, I watched all of Harley Quinn in like two days. Wow. Yeah, that's a hell of a binge. I also realized I kind of, oh no, that was from last year. I was going to say, I didn't put Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated on my list. <laughs> and good thing that was last year and it technically is out of the running. <laughs> Just like uh, other honorable mention, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that would have been like number... Top two, two. for you, yeah. Top probably two. Number, probably would have been my second top pick as well. Probably, yeah. Loki would have been kicked out if we were allowed to watch Bebop or yeah. allowed to pick Bebop. Interesting. Well, I'm I'm already pretty glad that our our number three spots have all been completely different. This is a good this is a good starting point. I figured it would be near impossible for our list to be identical, but I'm I'm it's glad basically that I'm right. impossible. <laughs> There's it looks statistically almost impossible. Minus I, the I, one we think is everyone's number one. Well, again, I'm pretty sure that's my number two. Well, at least on all of our list, hope maybe. Yeah. Speaking of number two, 
I'm gonna go. My number two is Arcane. Oh, okay, I'm, we got one I'm duplicate. Oh, okay. just a huge League fan, and seeing it put together into like a really, really well-made show, it just it just did it for me. I enjoyed it so much. Wow. Okay. I didn't. I guess I don't want to spoil something later, but okay. Very interesting. I'm in, okay. All right. It is. Yeah, it, just... I think. <laughs> Is that your whole discussion of it? Is that, oh, okay. is that, all right. Yeah. Is, all is right. it in your hidden gems? It is. It is in my hidden. Yeah, gems. that's yeah. what I figured. So that, that's where I I put it because I think it's really good. I do think I like the three shows I picked here more ultimately. Okay. Like, so I, wait, you said it's gonna be in your hidden gem because it was a show that I came in with. I literally thinking it must be garbage because it is a League of Legends adaptation. I had yeah, the expectation was, of see, watching I, trash. I, I put it into best shows because I really really like, enjoyed it, and I think it's one yeah. of the best shows that I've watched recently no, that's fair yeah i, can I mean I can so that's why that's the only reason why it's left out of hidden gems for me that's i mean I, I would say it now i think i only have i told you what one or two things in hidden gems just because my definition to, wait, wait you didn't fill it out to three no because i told you my definition of hidden gem is a movie that i i don't know anything about or ever heard of and then it came out to be amazing mm. arcane i can't put in hidden gems because i didn't have any thought about it until you guys like basically made me watch it right. i was gonna I'm watch gonna, it I'm gonna, next next year i'm changing hidden gems into low expectations just to avoid this issue sure yeah there. that's right <laughs> god damn it tyler i told you that i literally defined <laughs> it as low expectations as we were putting the list that, together i saw just, hidden gem i looked at the title that's said how i gem. did it that's how i did it low, what, low just expectations? low expectations yeah mm. yeah i think that it's like oh, okay whatever next year that's we'll, not what we'll, hidden gem means. Shut up, Tyler. Let's we'll get it right next year. Tyler, what's your number two? God damn you. Uh, Neon Genesis. Oh, okay. Oh. Interesting. I didn't I'm surprised it's number two. I wonder what number one is now. Oh, so we have been talking about different shows this whole time. Did you yeah. think that's going to be number one? No, I, well, so. I, I guess phase on it. I, I'm pretty sure I know your number one. I'm not going to say it, obviously, but I think I know what it is. I, I didn't realize Faison was talking about this. I thought Faison I thought it was, was Neon Genesis. About, I thought Faison was talking about the show I'm talking about. Oh, this is I great. don't know what show you're talking about. I love, Genesis I love a good misdirection. It's number two for me because I really, well, I mean, we compared it, I compared it to Twin Peaks because there's nothing else like it and it's not like Twin Peaks, but I mean, like, it's so unique. It's yeah. so unique to anything else. It's brutal as fuck. Oh yeah, oh, we should say we are. We're also including uh, End of Evangelion the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just just for context, because God does yeah. that fucking movie go hard. Yeah, no, it's brutal as hell, it's absolutely ridiculous, and like for no reason at all. Like once in a while, something with the show would just like I'll think about it. It's like yeah, yeah, that's brutal or like that moment's ridiculous or like there's so much shit in the show that you can think about. I, I think it's also just um, it, it handles a lot. I think it's it's a deeply personal project. We t we talked about this in depth, or I, I blubbered on as I struggled to put incoherent words together, um, because I struggle to talk about things I really enjoy. But with Neon Genesis, it's a very personal project by uh, its creator Hideaki Anno. He put a lot of himself in there, even the parts of himself he doesn't like. So it's it's a show that feels very reflective of not only him, but it feels a bit reflective of anybody watching it. Uh, it's, I think I find it to be a rather emotional show as a whole. It's, its themes are both extremely depressing and kind of life-affirming at the same time. Uh, I think it's watched Beth. I think I figured its... out what show you guys are talking about. <laughs> did, did you guys think about it? 
I've been looking through the list and I was like, maybe it's this one. Okay. I'm, I'm now I'm excited. Well, I'll, I'll say, I I'll be honest. Yendens is, is on my list later on. So I'll just save my, a little bit more of my stuff for there and I'll pop on to my number How is it on two later on because I haven't gone to my number one yet. Yeah. It's his number one, Tyler. Oh, I thought you, I thought you meant later on as in like, Oh, in a new category, best movies. I'm like, that's not <laughs> how this works. Hidden, hidden gems. I I'd only watched it three times beforehand, but I really was surprised by how good Evangelion was. It shocks me every time. Worst no, things my... we've watched. <laughs> I actually hate it. Uh, my number, my number two pick. I'll just um, True Detective. Yeah, I figured that one's gonna be on somebody's list, if not all of us. I, I was, I, I, I was surprised by it because True Detective, it, it would probably fall into my definition of hidden gems in that I came in with no expectations. I know people have said it's the greatest piece of TV of all time. I personally <laughs> see. Tell me, I want to see the definition. That's a hidden gem for me, even though it's called the greatest show of yeah, all but time. I don't give a f- like. Okay. Like that's I, why I said that hidden that gem I, title doesn't work. Okay, fine. Low expectations. Tyler. I'm changing it on my Evernote page right now. Now it is low expectations. So let it be written. So let yeah, it be this done. movie has a hundred rating on everything. It's considered the greatest movie of all time, but it's a hidden gem to me. No. It, okay. I should say low expectation. Tyler's kind of right. Even though he's a prick. <laughs> um, it's one of those things where, like, okay, it's a sh- uh, from my understanding, it's a show about a serial killer and detectives chasing a serial. I don't care. That doesn't grip me. I wasn't particularly yeah. interested off of the premise. Same way, I'm not interested off of the premise of the social network. Not particularly intrigued by it. Doesn't not, not really doing it for me. I'll probably love the movie. I'll probably think it's great. I've enjoyed literally everything David Fincher has done that I've seen, but I don't care. And that's what I call something I come in with low expectations for. All right. Um, <laughs> But True Detective, as it turns out, was actually pretty fucking fantastic for me. I'm a big Lovecraftian horror guy. Um, may he rest in hell horribly. But, you know, I, <laughs> I really liked this take of American Americana serial killers mixed with Lovecraftian horror and the evil that they're able to do and, and this, this almost cosmic horrifying nature to it that it's completely ununderstandable how any human can do such terrible things to another person. Uh, the whole philosophy of the show is fucking, or the first season, I should say. We only watched the first season. Um, the whole philosophy of the first season is fucking brilliant to me. I think even just that entire, like the last episode where Matthew McConaughey uh, comes face to face with the serial killer and he sees what looks, what may be a portal to what, another fucking dimension. Yeah, the vortex to another dimension or just the expression of his own hallucinations. Um, I think it's fucking brilliant. I think when he gets out of the hospital and he's talking about, uh, ah, it's good. When I don't he's even talking wanna... about his seeing his dad and his daughter and like getting yeah. uh, taken down there. Yeah. How he, he felt that everything was a flat circle, you know, just these endless cycles of, of horrible things happening. But at the end, by seeing this, this, by approaching death, he's been given a sense of what life could really be. And like, there's a sense of value to it now. There's something meaningful to him. After the entire show, he's just been this nihilistic dead man walking. Fuck, I think it's great. And that last line of uh, there's always been uh, darkness, but I see a lot of stars out tonight. Yeah, that's such a good goddamn last line. Oh, it's so good. The um the thing that really knocks this show down is I had to see Woody Harrelson's ass again. And I really, I, re- I really can't. I'm going to look re- up every movie he's been in just to find the next one. Don't want to. I was so scared when I watched Venom 2 in theaters. I figured the odds were low, but they weren't zero. You know what I mean? 
Were and it was there. I wasn't guaranteed not to see Woody Harrelson's ass in this movie. Were you just there at the ticket booth? Like, is his, his ass going to show in it? He's like, what? <laughs> do, do we see Woody's ass? It's like, so are you excited or terrified? Imagine That's like, the question. Imagine you're a British, you know, like ticket teller. And this American guy comes up to you all kind of drunk. He's like, I need to know. Am I going to see Woody's ass? Am like, I going to? Are you excited or terrified? I'm conf- I don't know which. This is a manic look in my eye as I ask the question. <laughs> it's like answer the question. It's like I, that doesn't. I don't know whether you're excited or terrified. I'm getting like a long strap of rubber and I'm tying it over my veins. I'm like, come on, let me know. I need his ass. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing Woody Harrelson have sex with women. I I really don't want it anymore. <laughs> I I'd like to take a break from that genre going forward next year into a new genre of what other guy do you not want to see sex with? Let's start that genre. <laughs> I don't like this listing. I don't like this categorization. All right. Just, think about what, who, who do you want? I'm going to write down all the actors. We're going to get a category of just Woody Harrelson's ass. And we're going to find three movies we haven't seen so far that contain of at Woody least Harrelson's partial, ass. Of part, a partial nudity coming from Woody Harrelson. And I don't Woody think... Woody Allison? What? I, I tripped over my words, Tyler. Okay, people do that sometimes. You don't need to be a prick think about it yeah yeah tyler i'm having a lot of fun this episode can't you tell yeah end of the year he's just excited well i'm excited for a three-week break tyler how does that make you feel i'm so excited for that i can't wait (laughs) yeah yeah that's right tyler yeah fuck you anyway number one it it was uh, i was just saying it was hard it was hard for me to leave true detective off i just think that since i will oh wait you left it off yeah all right so my idea was failed I I just I don't remember it as as well as I should. I remember really remember enjoying it when take? I watched it. You don't remember that ridiculous long take? You don't remember Woody Harrelson's ass? Unfortunately, well, Chris definitely remembers that. <laughs> Do you? Re- well, I how can I not? It was he sees it in his dreams, not in nightmares. Was, his dreams. It was immediately following Rosaria Dazario in this show. So it's like I in my dreams, it starts really good and then it goes then straight it to hell. Horribly. <laughs> I wake up in a cold sweat as Woody Harrelson is just absolutely butt naked. <laughs> butt naked. I t- I'm looking to the right at Rosaria Dario. And then I turn to the left and I see Woody Harrelson's bare ass. You're looking at Rosario Dawson and then it slowly morphs into Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I, I want to point out my sleep paralysis what's her, demon what's the is Woody name. Um, she one? played Annabeth in the Percy Jackson movies. Because you keep saying Rosario Dawson, that is not the same actress you're I'm trying. You know, I know. Is that not? I, well, Rosario Dawson well, I, is I, not I, her. Okay. It's See, something with Daddario. Daddario. No. This would, uh, what the fuck is her name? Alexandra Daddario. Alexandra Daddario. Yeah. How do you get Rosario Dawson? Chris is I not it's because they both have a D at the start of their last name. Okay, but look at look at them. And then there's an. You want to look them up? I I know they look completely look. different. I know who that is. That's Ahsoka. I know that that's Ahsoka's live action live action actress. I really I'm believe very, in you. I'm very aware that they're not the same person. I, their names. You know, I just, just did. Their, their names. I don't know why their names always get wrapped around in my head like that. I don't know why. I can't explain it. Okay. All right. Well, my number one is Neon Genesis. I mean, we've already talked about it, so I don't think we really need to get into it that much. My number one is True Detective. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it once. I saw it again on the podcast. It's still amazing. I I figured that would be your number one. I thought True Detective would have been on Faison's list. I was actually a little surprised Neon Genesis was on Faison's list. I thought that might have been a bit of a hotter take this time around. 
You were more surprised that it was on mine or not on mine? Oh, or did on, on both mine? of yours, really. Like I knew you guys both liked it, but I wasn't. Dude, I, I love Neon Genesis. I didn't realize how to what degree we all enjoyed. I mean, I knew how much I liked it because I'll just say it. My it's number actually one is one also of the best shows of all, like best shows I've ever watched. Yes, I completely and entirely agree with that sentiment. Sentiment. It is what I okay. Well, let me point this out. Like I was, spe- I obviously love. I obviously love what it did. I love the show and everything about it. Chris, you're obviously more hyped on it than me. Oh, yeah. I just can recognize it as an amazing piece of work more so. So, I think it's one of those shows that again we talked about this before. When you watch a piece of media at the right time, um, it really impacts you. I think it, it with this show in particular, it feels like every time I watch it has been the right time for me to just to take part of it in a different way every single time I've experienced it. And again, I think that it, it works best when accompanied by Gurren Lagann. They both they play with the same genre in deconstruction and reconstruction, but at the same time they play with the same themes. Whereas Gurren Lagann is just significantly way more, more anime. For, it's way yeah. more anime, but it's also way more positive in its themes. Like like Gurren Lagann is kind of depressing in that the idea is that you need to open yourself up to people, even if the inevitability means you will be hurt by them. It's just what you have to do because what you experience through that is ultimately better than the suffering you'd experience if you put yourself alone. Gurren Lagann's like you know what. Just don't if you if you're too scared to do that, believe in the me that believes in you. You got this shit, bro. It's like the most positive fucking experience you can get. And I think they work super well together. But Neon Genesis, every time I watch it, is just so God, it just feels so fucking good. Yeah, it's it's it, it can be such a depressing experience. It gets especially in the final movie, it gets so damn bleak towards the end. I it mean, is not just, even just in the movie, the last five episodes. Yeah, it gets it gets fucking bleak and psychedelic uh, and it's fucking amazing. And I heard that the movies that readapt it are not as good. And I'm a little bit concerned Upset. when we ever we get to I'm, yeah, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. A little bit concerned. I can't deny it. But uh, fuck this piece. This this will always stand, I think, to me is like probably I would say it's one of the best anime I've ever seen easily. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Yep. Um, I think I can really only think of like one other anime that I, I truly would say I like more. Um, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yep, that's the only one I like more. Yeah. Uh, and I Full Metal Alchemist might be my favorite television show of all time. So. Yeah. I same. think I think I, I had a feeling just, that was yours. <laughs> yep. It's so fucking good. I can't wait to do that on the podcast. It's. I think that's. I think it's fair to show. I just. I say that just to show how much I love Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like. I, I truly think if there's a one of like if I had to recommend something from this whole year of the podcast, this would you're throwing people be into my, the deep end with me. I throw Genesis. you in the deep end. Yeah, this is my throw you in the deep end pick. I do have a more like, hey, here's more of a, a something to watch as a sane person pick. But if like, hey, are you feeling depressed? <laughs> watch this. You might just kill yourself. This I mean, is I've I would... I've told people to watch this show because like my a couple of my friends are getting into anime, and I've said, oh yeah, Neon Genesis is great. They're like, oh yeah, what's it about? It's like. I just watch I, giant robots. I don't even giant know robots. how to describe it. Giant I keep saying that's all I say. It's like it's about giant robots, kids and giant robots. Just just watch it. It gets insane. I don't explain what that means. Just like just just watch it. I mean, we struggle to even try and explain the plot of Evangelion in our. It's episode. impossible. No just on. it's so calm. Like it's just you have no. There's idea. a lot. There's too yeah. much going on. Like I remember the first time I watched it, I truly did not pick up on most of the plot. Uh, it was not till the second and third watches that I actually understood even what the fuck was going on. <laughs> it's. It's good. It's so fucking good. And I think it easily earns uh, my number one spot here. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to give an honorable mention to mm-hmm. What If. 
Yeah. If only it wasn't so inconsistent. It was yeah. so inconsistent. It, it is a bit of a toy cost. A twin coin cost? Yeah. You good there? <laughs> coin toss. I might be having a stroke. You corrected <laughs> yourself and said torn cost? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I might be having a stroke. Oh god, I gotta see a neurologist one of these days. It's getting scary. Anyway, yeah, I, I think that's also a pretty good one. Um, I would I mean you put you mentioned Harley Quinn, so there's no need to give it an honorable mention. Um a murder of Versace, I think is also really good, but just yep. the competition was steep this year, let me tell you. Same same uh episode, different show, Fargo. Ooh, yeah, Fargo yeah, too. Fargo, yeah. Another great show, but I mean I gotta say, we've watched some good shit because we have some pretty stacked listings here that uh yeah. yeah. I mean we could have also done any of the like the shirt shows like Brooklyn Nine Nine and stuff like that. Yeah, Parks and Rec would be my pick out of those. Like if we did that, we kind of have to separate the comedy and dramas because I mean like I wouldn't come on, the short show is not better than like Neon Genesis no. Detective. Detective. Yeah. yeah. Uh I also just um Avatar I feel deserves I feel like Avatar got a I got the short end of the stick in its episode by nature of like how yeah. that got edited and paced out. And I think I think if I were to like rate that rank that episode again today, Avatar would be higher than it was as we than when I rated it like in that episode. Um, I think it's an excellent show. Again, tight competition. Very, very tight. Yeah, we watched a lot of good shows. <laughs> and we're gonna do a lot more. Oh yeah. I listen, next year we're starting strong. And I already know what one of the shows in my number one uh I know probably what my number one show for the year is already gonna be. Just judging by what we have scheduled up so far. So um, we got some good shit going. Until Atlanta comes back. We'll see. I don't think it's going to be the show that I am talking about vaguely, Tyler. I don't think it will. Uh, <laughs> on that note, though, I think we should go to uh, our do you think second we should category. Cut the commercials maybe first? Yeah, actually, because I, I mean, we had five categories originally. I had a, I had a plan, but now, now we can't. So, yes, instead, you have let's a plan? cut the commercials. Well, you know, a plan. If you have the time, don't forget to check out the Bite Size Review podcast. There, I review TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a Bite Size Review. See you there. Welcome back, everybody, um, from our little commercial Let's just break. go into, uh, yeah. I guess, the, the next category. I'm going to say for our next category, I want to do our low expectations category. So shows that piece of shit. movies that we went into. <laughs> you piece re- of shit. Expecting absolutely nothing. As expecting- I described that I only had two for this, you piece of shit. <laughs> expecting nothing. So let's start off. What's our number three? Faison, what's your number three for this category? Let me know. Faison. This is going to be weird. You Shang-Chi. Suck. That's actually fair, actually. Just because the last like martial martial arts movie that Marvel or show that Marvel did was Iron Fist and Iron Fist was not very good. I never Shit saw it. it. I never watched any of the Netflix Marvel stuff except for the first season of Daredevil, which I am now rewatching with my family because of No Way Home and yeah. uh, other stuff, which I guess I shouldn't say. Just yeah, Iron know. Fist was not a good show. So I didn't really have very high hopes going to Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi kind of just blew everything out of the water Yeah. from, you know, cinematography, the fights, just the plot in general, everything. That I, that's a very fair point. I didn't um, I kind of forgot about Shang-Chi in that category because like I've seen it three times now. I watched it once with uh, with, with Tyler and, and Nick, once with my family 
no, not sorry. Once with Tati and then one with my family just very recently. So to me, it like that movie has already cemented itself in my brain as like, ah, yes, this is a yeah. very good movie. I almost forget the fact that before it came out, I was kind of like, I don't eh. know. I didn't like the trailer. I don't really I don't know how I feel about it yet. That movie is fucking excellent. It's uh, I, I think and I, I Tyler disagreed with me on this, but I feel that it is a better made film than no way home i agree i think it's more well structured and more well well hold on you already didn't like you already had your problems in no way home i have yeah, yeah, i, I still don't think no way home is a bad movie i don't think it's a I horrible st- movie I, also, I love no way home don't get me wrong i just think that this movie is very well crafted i think especially watching it again visually it's fucking gorgeous i mean even just that fine the fights are so compelling in how they're shot and the choreography oh god i i've really i've enjoyed it more and more every time i've seen it um so excellent pick. I didn't. I, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> Tyler, what's your number three? <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, I don't really. Do you not have a one. number three? All right. Well, well, I described it to three. him. This motherfucker. <laughs> Since Tyler didn't have a number three. Fuck uh, you. My no, number. Wait, wait, wait. Three. I want to describe. It. You know why I don't have a number three? Because I picked all these half these movies. Any. That's your fault for taking too much control on the podcast, Tyler. How's that a Maybe, my fault? Without that, we wouldn't have a podcast. You, because we wouldn't have one if I didn't do that. I don't know. I have a lot of options I could pick. We could do Cats Chapter 2, Cats Chapter 3. Yo, banned for like 70 years. <laughs> we could do worst movies of all time, like rated by IMDb or something. Worst movies of all time rated by Cinema Score. <laughs> what, your favorite movies? movies? <laughs> That's all your favorite movies, though. We could do Riverdale and Sabrina and Absolutely. Nancy Drew. Goddamn not. Oh, Riverdale got crazy this season, Tyler. Satan is in it now. That's and, every season uh, you can describe well, it to me. The devil wasn't that canon before, but now the devil's canon. You can tell and me also, anything and oh, it can still be believable. There's the, the multiverses in Riverdale. And it, I saw that episode right after I got home watching No Way Home. So it was like two multiverse episodes related content in a, in a row. It was very, very strange. Anyway, uh, my number three is Clerks. Um, yeah, I, that was going to really... be my honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't expect to like it. I, I've only seen like fr- like frames of this thing. I always thought like, oh, this looks like a low-budget indie film. I'm probably going to think this is dumb garbage and never like it. Wait, time no out. interest. In I, I want to go back for a second. How many, you said one multiverse things in a row? Two. No Way Home. In a row? And, yeah. I watched you Spider-Man bitch. No Way Home, and then I got home, and I watched the latest episode of Riverdale. In a row? Well, yes. What, you what suck, are, Chris. Come on. What are you We're talking about clerks. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> well, Tyler, how am I supposed to know that, that you gave me the punchline and not the setup? Like, if you said 37 dicks, then maybe well, I, I know. That, that doesn't equal out to the multiverse thing. It equals out because you saw two things in a row. So I'm like, oh, okay. I know, row, but like, that was the punchline, you asshole. In a row is not the part I remember from that joke. You that know make, what that's I mean? the funniest part of the joke. I know, but I remember, like, I remember the part of the discussion being 37 dicks in a row. (laughs) It might be one of the best jokes I've fucking ever seen. (laughs) It's so simple because it relies purely on delivery. Because, (laughs) but it's so goddamn good. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row. What now? What? (laughs) Uh, yeah. Clerks, clerks really surprised me. Uh, it ends up being really, really fucking funny. Uh, it's just a great, like, cynical yet positive comedy by the end of it. With, yeah. like, everyone basically telling the protagonist to, like, hey, you kind of better get some shit going, man. You got to kind of move move forward with your life a little bit because you're fucking around a bit too much. 
Um, and it's fucking hilarious as it does so. And I'm so glad they changed it from that original ending because that original ending would have annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, him dying is pointless. I really do hate movies. I, I've seen, I don't remember where it was. I was thinking about this the other day. I can't remember exactly the context. There was another movie that went through something similar where they, they changed the ending from the protagonist dying to something a little more positive. Um, and I... I really hate movies that like they go through this whole thing. They have a character, they have a theme, and then just like, ah, yes, random act of violence right in the last few minutes. It just kind of makes it feel like, what the fuck was the point of that? You know, like you tell me all this stuff as a movie that you're you're portraying all these themes and concepts you're telling me here. And then it's like, ah, random act of violence. It's like, ah, I don't know. I always feel cheapened out. Like, like I've been, I don't know. It's unsatisfying for me. It definitely is. I mean, like, I can't think of a movie where a random death fits for the most part. Yeah. It usually just comes off as like, no, I didn't, I didn't want that. Yeah. Unless the point of the movie, not, no, not even the point of the movie. Like one of the big themes, I guess, of the movie is just like the world sucks. I guess it's like, it, that's it would not really have to be, an interesting like that. That in and of itself is uninteresting. It would have to be I mean? basically one of those movies where just everything sucks. It's not torture porn, but it's like oh, misery porn. That's what it is. Yeah. Where just everything is terrible, and it's like all right, and he dies. It's like well, that's not. Even then, I don't think that misery porn is a particularly enjoyable category in movie for the most part. Like oh, really? even in movies, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that doesn't count. That isn't like, I'm sorry, misery porn in that, like the idea that the world is terrible, not like making you miserable by making you watching cats. That's different, Tyler. All right. <laughs> it's a different situation altogether. Like, for example, like a movie where that everything's kind of miserable and everyone's angry and upset, like, you know, um, Children of Men. Everything's terrible. Po- the pollution industry, like the population is dwindling. Yes. There's no more children. Like the world's fucking horrible. I wouldn't call it misery porn. I wouldn't. Okay. Okay. But I'm saying like a very dreary movie about like a very dreary outlook on life, right? Even Mm -hmm. then, it ends in a very hopeful place because you kind of need something to be said about such a horrible fucking world other than the fact that it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's all. That's what I'm saying, basically. I love Children of Men. Just want to throw that out there for whenever we get to do that episode. Um, Didn't we want to do that and then we moved it? Yeah. Oh, no, I wanted to do that and then we moved it. I do want to do it at some point. I think that's a fantastic movie. But, like, again, I don't think that a movie that is just, like, everything's miserable and bad and then it's it's even and the worse. guy you've been and the guy you've been following the whole time he dies too so there's no hope i fucking hate that shit it just it feels edgy it feels like it is edgy it feels yeah it feels very fucking edgy and there's a there's something else in here in my worst category that kind of does that and it just it just bothers me to a very high degree um so what was that was that number was that our number that was our number that was my that was number, number three. three yeah all right yeah i didn't have a number three so <laughs> interesting oh, sorry phase on Take us to number two. I'm going to go with American Vandal. Ooh, interesting. I had no expectations about this show. And if you like, just read the plot summary where it's like, it's a mockumentary about it, like high schoolers drawing dicks on cars. (laughs) You don't really go in with any expectations. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. It's funny. Like, I don't know. It's, It's just good. I want to point out, under the new definition, which is low expectations, sure, this would be on mine. <laughs> sure, Jan. 
I mean, but, it's not the new de- it's not the new definition, Tyler. Yeah. Two people already assumed that. that <laughs> the was majority the is. I'm sorry, the hidden problem. gem. This is not a hidden gem for me. I was aware of this. The majority. I wasn't assumed... aware of it. It's so yeah. it is a hidden gem to me. Exactly. By your definition, that works. My definition, it's a hidden. It's not a hidden gem because I know it. Yeah, it's low if... expectation because I okay, thought Tyler, it would be okay. If 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 me and Faison have the same definition that two plus two equals four, and then you're like, no, actually, one's objective. Hold up, <laughs> hold up. That's an objective thing. Okay. Well, um, if I say, okay, me and, me and FaZe, I both agree that the sky is blue. Now, um, you've decided that the sky is actually more of an orange and in, in shade. You're both picking objective things. You changed the, meat, the title if, of okay, this but, category. You named it. Did Tyler just misunderstood what we're thinking? Obviously, we're on the same page. Tyler's yeah, on a different page. Tyler, you named it, it Hidden it Gem. Yeah, it is not, Tyler's not on the wrong page. I'm aware guess, of it. We can't, really, we can't really control what page Tyler's on. You're right, FaZe. Thank you. The fuck? Reeling me in a little bit. <laughs> um, I think I think uh, American Vandal. I got it got very high praise from Tati. She told me to watch it. She was like, "This is really fucking good. You should definitely check this out." And I saw it before we did it on the podcast, so my expectations were relatively high because Tati was like, "This yeah, is okay. the funniest thing." You know what I mean? Like the only the only that's the first experience like exposure I ever had to it as well. So it's not like I had any like notion about what it was before I she showed it to me. Um. But yeah, I think that's a fair point because it has such a ridiculous premise. It's yeah, like, it has no reason being as good as it is. Yeah, even the second season, which which I, I is not as good about, as the first, but like yeah. it's still pretty good. I think it ends up with a more compelling mystery, even by the end of it as well. Yeah, the mystery is uh, more compelling because it's more people involved. I'm pretty sure I laughed more during the second season. Don't think I agree with that second part personally, but I definitely understand. Like I can understand it. It's it's just a funny fucking show, because they're so deadpan about everything. It's like this dry humor. Hundred percent. Is God fucking dead. Is <laughs> <It's> really good. Is <laughs> good. Is quite good. I I I like it. I like it a lot. Tyler, take it away from me, please. My number two. Oh, wait, when I'm a two is something that we discussed before the podcast because it fits your definition of hidden gem collateral. Oh, yeah. OK, that's right. OK. Also fair. Uh, I was aware, like I knew of the movie. I had kind of the only thing I knew about it was that Tom Cruise was a hitman and Jamie Foxx was a cab driver driving him around. Him. But then I when I first had this category, I thought that, OK, collateral is probably going to be third because I liked in Bruges and I know Leon's supposed to be like one of the best movies, just period. And then I watched Collateral and it stayed with me longer than the other two. And I think it's, yeah, no, it's just a really good movie. I agree. I think it's, it stood with me as well. Uh, I, I definitely agree with that. I think it just has more to say, you know, like Leon is, is, is simple, but good outside of, you know, if you, if you cut away all the director stuff, it's simple, but very good. In Bruges, I, again, I just wasn't in the right, right mindset for it. I got to give it another shot. Yeah. Only you really do. I don't know. I, Why didn't you make that a category? Got to give it another shot. Um, fuck. I, I figured that'd be kind of <laughs> hard for you guys to do. I like, think with that me, would be pretty hard for me. Yeah, with me, I kind of reassess how I feel about these movies all the time. Fair. Like, I could pretty much easily put like In Bruges, Under the Skin, and I'd have to actually look at the chart for the other ones. But like, I'm pretty sure I could find something very quickly. You know, that I'd be like, oh, yeah, I actually do kind of want to reassess how I'm feeling about maybe La La Land. I kind of already have reassessed how I feel about that. And are you more, more positive, positive on that now? I'm very I'm, I'm more positive on both Under the Skin and La La Land. 
I think movies kind of tend to grow on me over time as like a baseline, you know? So like movies like that, that I feel like I should reassess. It would have been easy for me. I don't know if like, I don't think Tyler, you have anything here. You're like, I got to give it another shot. Uh, I mean, I would have to look at it, but nothing comes off the top of my head where I was like, where I was mixed on things. Yeah. yeah. Phase on, I think it'd be kind of no. a struggle. Like, yeah, I'm the only one who like actively is just sitting there in bed at three in the morning. Like, man, you know, actually, I kind of liked how Under the Skin did this when I watched it seven months ago. Really enjoying <laughs> that now. In well, now I'm curious. What part? Again, I do think that I, I, I like the clinical take on humanity that's provided by Scarlett Johansson viewing the world through that. I think that it it does it, it kind of does what I don't like about like about the alternate clerks ending where the idea is like she's kind of been studying humanity um you know every time she's looking at people it's through literally a glass lens you know it's almost like looking into a um let's see not a cage what do you call like a, a like, an, like an aquarium but for lizards oh reptile house or whatever you call it I, I there's a proper word uh, but you know what I'm saying terrarium it, yeah, it's kind of like looking into people from a terrarium. It's this very clinical look at people, right? It's like very methodical and like outside human experience. But then it kind of ends with her being chased into the woods by this terrible person and murdered. And it's yeah. like, see, humanity was evil. And it's like, well, I kind of knew that. I would have been, I don't know. Could she have learned something more interesting? It's kind of how I feel about it right now. Again, I need to probably sit down and reassess the movie as a whole. To make a, a more conclusive statement, but that's kind of currently just how I feel about it. I still think balloon man popping very funny. I'm Psychopath. sorry. I'm sorry. Anyways. I think it's fucking hilarious. Anyway, back on the list. Um, is this my number two now? Uh, yeah. yeah. But then I do collateral. I just think collateral. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler oh, collateral. I, I want to say one more thing about collateral. I have. I think that the Amazing Spider-Man two has made me underrate Jamie Fox heavily for the past couple of years. Because even really though think he wasn't a good actor. I think it's one of those things where he wasn't like, very good in the Amazing Spider-Man too. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man is really a, bad in it. It's, actually, it's a bad movie, and it makes well, him look really bad. The, but like, I, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I heard the problem of the movie is the writing, not the acting. His performances are very good either. It, but it's like it's intentionally campy as hell. But it feels very jarring from the movie you're watching. As a whole, none of it works well together. So it, it almost feels like it works bad individually as well. But none of it's Jamie Foxx's fault, obviously. Because like I've also seen other movies that he's very good in, right? Like I've seen Django. Django's fucking great. I love Django. He's fantastic in Django. But part of my brain like has compartmentalized Django from Jamie Foxx. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I haven't Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. <laughs> like, like I haven't uh... seen Ray or anything like that yet. You know what I mean? Like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, if anything else he's done. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you kind of compartmentalize this like one performance from the rest of the actor. And then I think it was watching Collateral and then also watching No Way Home where he plays Electro again, but he has the chance to like act like a human Actually being. Actually play Electro. Yeah, he gets the chance to like play a human being and not like a bizarre fucking cartoon character where it's like, I don't know why. Like it, it like erased the Amazing Spider-Man 2's effect on him in my brain. So I just want to say Jamie Foxx is really fucking good. Like I've seen Baby Driver. He's really good in Baby Driver too. But I just I just put all of that away from Amazing Spider-Man Jamie Foxx. It's a bad, this is really weird. Anyway, yeah. Collateral, um, collateral is actually quite good. Yeah. On to my number two. I actually am picking Kings of Summer. Um, hmm. I really did yeah, not I'm not surprised I, it's I, on your list. It's a movie that like Again, it's one of those movies that it could have been considered great. I had no idea. Nothing about it from the promotion really grabbed me. And then I watched the movie 
And I think it's got to be some of the hardest laughs I've given the entire year. Every line with whatever that child's name is. Um, ah, fuck. What's his name? Wait, so, so Tati, Tati hyping this movie up for you didn't take it off? Yeah, it didn't because like it was she, still it was still that much of a surprise. Like how because, good, like, how much you enjoyed it? Yeah, let's discuss she, how how much weight you put into your. Um... Okay, <laughs> hold on. It's no, I'm actually just curious. I'm not trying to like out you. I am. Tyler is. Tyler very much is. It's yeah, it's Tyler like a is. I'm not. It's like a coming of age story. It's it's that genre of movie that I know she really enjoys. Which automatically yeah. makes my brain assume makes you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she could be biased. Like I can tell you, a Star Wars movie's good. You, well, no, actually, I I say they're all bad. They're all Star Wars movies are kind of are bad movies. I love them, but they're bad films. Yeah. But like that's a different. That, that was a bad example. Um, I know I you're know. two. I know in on Zoom you're two screens away from me, but this like angle that I'm looking you at, that's my, that's the right, uh, that's the right look I'm giving you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like usually if I even if I like something that I know is like a poorly made film, I'll just say it's poorly made, but I like it. I don't think I have like I don't think there's a lot of stuff that I'll I'll be very biased about, like saying, oh, I think this is actually genuinely a good movie. I, if I think it's actually if I feel it's actually like poorly constructed, you know, what I mean? I'll just say yeah. it's bad, but I love it. Like, that's how I feel about every Star Wars movie. Everything except for Empire Strikes Back is bad in like at least three out of five ways but I love them all dearly, but I don't think any of them are great films except for empire. Like everything. Yeah. I'm not going to keep going into that. Cause I talk about stars all day and I don't want to do that today, but like, I feel like, you know, some of those things are like, I know like, okay. If Tyler recommended me some weird shit, like a really weird fucking movie. Right. Yeah. I would be skeptical. Cause I know Tyler likes really bizarre fucking movies that like are visually very strange. So like example, Tyler really liked the green Knight. He loved the green Knight, Right. And people were really mixed on the Green Knight, so I went into the Green Knight with like very, very cautious expectations. Well, well, to be fair, I also know you, and I knew you were more on the liking side of that movie I than the negative. I fucking love the Green Knight. Holy, the exactly. more I thought about great. it this last week, it was—it's become. I fucking it's one of my favorite movies this year. So I've, I've it's seen the best movie year I've seen. I yeah, I kind of I need to put it in a category at some point because I fucking love that movie right now. Um, it's great. Yeah, it's great. But I, I came into it very, very cautious, very concerned. Knowing Tyler, knowing his love of A24, you know, we don't always agree on all the movies from that category, you know, that 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 studio. So, you know, I was very cautious. I was very cautious. Yeah. And it turns out I loved it. So I was very cautious about Kings of Summer. I was a bit like, okay, I know you love coming of age movies. You probably watched this movie a couple of years ago. So you have a lot of bias towards it because you watched it when you were younger. All right. You know, let's you gave her the talk. It's like, babe, let me just discuss discuss this with you. <laughs> You saw this a long time ago. Might not be as good. All right, we're gonna watch it. We're gonna. Why do I it. sound like Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> what is, like if I'm gaslighting my girlfriend, was I, it, I wasn't even trying to. I wasn't even trying to do the Matthew McConaughey voice. It just came out. <laughs> if anytime, anytime I gaslight someone, I turn into Matthew McConaughey. Listen here. That's the thing about these high school girls. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I came into it with low expectations and I ended up uh, absolutely loving this movie. It ended up being really, I, I'd call it a hidden gem in every way. I, I, I went it with no expectations. I think critical reviews of it are like somewhat positive, but nothing raging. And this I found definitely, myself really enjoying it. Definitely fits the tag of hidden gem more, more so than the other picks. Because this one legitimately, like even I, I think I heard the name, but even then I didn't know That's what the true. hell the movie yeah. was. Yeah. 
Um, I, I absolutely loved it. I love just the, the dynamic between all the characters, between both the friends and the family. I love just the little moments of the protagonist slowly becoming more and more like his father. Just these there's just great little visual storytelling bits in here that I I ah, just stuck with me. I've really enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, it I I would have I would have never watched this one. Like a lot of the movies we talk about on the podcast are movies that I've always been like, I'll get to it, right? Like it's on my list. Yeah, this is one right? that you probably would have never watched. Never would have even looked at it twice. You know, I would have seen the name on a list and scrolled right past it. Had absolutely no interest or expectation, and I'm so fucking glad I watched it. I think I, I feel all the better for it. So that's my number two. Yeah. Right. Okay. That was going to be one of my honorable mention. I'm <laughs> just getting all of Faison's honorable mentions yeah. right out of yeah, the Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> my number one is going to be Palm Springs. Ooh. I think, I mean, it's a rom-com starring Andy Samberg. What do you really <laughs> expect from a movie like that? That's a good fucking point. I guess because we watched this all together um, during COVID, like on a yeah. group watch online. So that's another one of those movies that I've watched so long ago and now I've watched twice that it's like, oh man, I almost forgot that I also had absolutely no expectation. Like I remember like on being on Hulu and seeing like the banner for it and being like, oh, stupid movie. I'm not going to watch that. Um, and then I, and we watched it and I remember just being like, wow, this was. It's fucking funny. It, it's like it's heartwarming. Heartwarming, heartbreaking. <laughs> oh God. It's, it's gotta be, it's a, it's a, it's a high tier rom-com. Not my favorite rom-com ever, but goddamn. It's up there. It's very it's, solid. It's very strong. I fucking. I mean, you it. guys liked it more with the Groundhog Day topic. Oh, you yeah. guys like what they did with the the uh, I get genre, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, again, I wasn't a big fan of like baseline Groundhog Day. Um, I I just don't think I like Bill Murray. I think that's really what I've learned from this. Yeah, podcast. at this point, you basically don't. I, I, I like to I like I might like him in Garfield when we do Cats Part Two. Not happening. <laughs> yeah, there's always another Cats Day, Tyler, and there's always you're still banned for like else. seven months. I don't know where it's at now. <laughs> cat, uh, the animated Cat in the Hat, Garfield, and uh, I refuse Willy to do Willem. second Cats Day. <laughs> Never happening. <laughs> what about Grumpy Cat? Worst Christmas ever. It's only an hour nope. twenty-five. What nope. about a Tom and Jerry movie? A Cat in Absolutely not. Puss in, Bo- Puss in Boots, I think, is actually better than the rep it gets. From what I no. remember when I was a child. What about Nine Lies with Kevin Spacey? No. You want to do a no. Kevin Spacey movie? I want to do a Kevin. What about Keanu? You want to do a Kevin Spacey movie? <laughs> I think it would. There's a lot of horrible jokes to be made. So maybe. We should do Baby Driver then. We already okay. have that on something. Okay. Well, we can do a category: Baby Driver, Nine Lives, and House of Cards. We already have Baby Driver in the Driver category. You think that Kevin Spacey only did three things, Tyler? This man was prolific before he, while he was molesting children. <laughs> I was going to save a four, but then I'm like, Keep nope, going. Oh, God. those things happen simultaneous. Push through. <laughs> and, right, anyways. Fred, Fred Claus, American Beauty 7. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to cut to Tyler here <laughs> before this goes down the deep end. What is it, number one? Number one. Yeah. It was between, actually... No, uh, we'll if turn. it was between two, Tyler, you could have had one, two, and three. You motherfucker! Yeah, I swear to fucking <laughs> no, no, God. no, 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 no. I, I, I don't know why I said that because I thought of the other movie, the other movie he did that we watched. But then I realized, like, wait, no, I love, I like this way more. Uh, Wolf Children. Oh, okay. What well, was it? I'm I, sorry. Wolf Children. Oh, okay. I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting Wolf Children to come up. I wasn't either, time. actually. Yeah, I mean, because that's one of the happy. few. Because this and Boy and the Be- Beast are one of the two movies that I didn't know about. 
Mm. Like, I'm pretty sure I heard of... I'm pretty sure I heard of, like, the name Wolf Children, or maybe I just keep getting it confused with, uh... What's the other fucking Wolf Walkers? Is it Wolf Walkers? I don't know. No idea, Tyler. If I look that up right now... If I look that up right now... Is it something else? It's animated. (laughs) Oh, it is Wolf Walkers. Yes, 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 yes. The Irish one. Yeah, I keep getting that confused because, like, Walkers, Wolf... wolf, Yeah, the Wolf Walkers. No, I I understand. I, I mess up things all the time. Anyway, but yeah, uh, yeah, I haven't heard about this or Boy and the Beast. We've watched both of them. Boy and the Beast has an anime fight. This yeah, I think doesn't. that's the weakest part of yeah. Boy and the Beast. I love, I love, I love Boy and the Beast. I think actually Boy and the Beast probably has stronger certain elements that are stronger. I think its music's a lot stronger. I think overall, I, I mean, not overall. If it didn't have the ending of an anime fight, Boy and the Beast wins. I think the anime fight could have worked if it had been a bit more thematic and less literal. Like mm, I understand. It didn't feel so anime. Yeah. Like I understand. Like, I think that ending on conflict is important for that film because he's been quite literally training with the beast all this time, like ending with ending with conflict and resolving that conflict through a fight. I think, I think that works. I think the guy turning into his white whale uh, yeah. doesn't really serve itself both visually and within the narrative. I think it's just a bit of a strange choice. I, I wish they had taken it in a slightly different direction, but I do just appreciate that movie greatly. Um, and I just, I absolutely fucking love the character that I was in that film. I also really fucking love Wolf Children. I think it's a movie that, uh, it, it hit me harder when I first watched it when I was younger. But uh, even this time around, I think it's just, it's just a very well-crafted piece of media. Uh, it it's, just, it, it's warm. It's, very, it's, it's a warm film. I guess that's the only way I can really describe it. I quite like it. Yeah, no, it is. And that's why it's on my number one for a hidden gem or low expectations, whatever the hell the name of the category is. <laughs> I really enjoyed seeing like your picks and getting things like I didn't expect to be there, like American Vandal, Collateral, uh, Wolf Children. Just like I, I didn't, I didn't expect some of these things to have, have stuck so well. Yeah, like you didn't I, even I'm, think about it. Yeah, I didn't. These movies, these movies did not cross. I mean, obviously, like Wolf Children, I'd heard about as like one of the best anime movies like at the time I watched it, so it definitely wouldn't have been here. But even just like seeing which movies kind of stuck with you guys and like in which ways is I, I find this quite I find this to be quite an enlightening experience. Um, so my number wouldn't... one is Arcane. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, yeah. it was it was it was League of Fucking Legends getting a TV show. I expected this to be dog shit. I expected this to be the most bottom of the like. So wait like... a minute, but <laughs> your hidden gem is one of Netflix's top rated shows of the year. Yeah, but I knew, heard about it before it was even coming out, Tyler. Because I heard that. So League did of everybody. Was, okay, but I heard that League of Legends was doing a fucking TV show, and I thought this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I think it's gonna. So be did garbage. everybody. And then I watched it, and it turned out to be great. You know what that is, Tyler? So That's did everybody. Time. You don't even have a fucking number three pick, Tyler. So how because about because I am up? aware of this shit? Uh huh. Yeah. Wow, Tyler. I'm not wow, gonna you're... lie though. It is kind of crazy that Arcane is on here. <laughs> Really? I wouldn't. Yeah, do I kind it of expect- agree with Tyler. I wouldn't do it expecting such dog shit. I expected nothing but trash going into this show. And then it turned out to be one of the best shows of the year. But the, the funny thing is you picked Arcane when the category was called Hidden Gem. Tyler, wh- I, I'm just curious. Tyler, where was the category called Hidden Gem? That's what I want to know. You literally sent the text <laughs> saying Hidden Gem. Scroll up. Did I? Literally no, scroll he, up he's editing Discord. it right now. You piece did, of shit. Did I do that, Tyler? You motherfucker. I'm, I'm reading. <laughs> it, says, it literally says edited. Yeah, that had some spelling mistakes in there. You know how I do. Shut the um, hell up. So all I'm saying is 
yeah, it was something I had very low expectations for. I told Tati I thought it was going to be trash. Get ready for garbage. And I ended up with the fantastic You, you gave her the prep fantastic- talk. You gave her the prep talk of get ready Listen, for garbage. We're going to watch yeah. <laughs> three weeks of it. Let's but go. I, I, did, I did say it like Matthew McConaughey, of course. Listen. <laughs> and you know those little video games I, I like to play. Uh, we're going to watch. They got a TV, TV show coming out. It's going to be it's going to be fucking terrible. It's three episodes <laughs> a week. Let's do it. <laughs> and you're going to watch it with me. You understand that? Um, you, I got to get I got to do. Uh, you yeah, I gotta, Southern Warden. Yeah, it, I don't know what happened there. It kind of got a little I got to really work on my Matthew McConaughey. If I'm going to gaslight people effectively. Um, I but, apparently do that naturally. So, <laughs> yeah, t- yeah, Tyler's the real gaslighter. You can trust me. Don't trust him. He's dangerous, says the guy slider. <laughs> um, says the guy who just changed his <laughs> changed his edited message. the goddamn message. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, great characters. Go- I, I think the animation's fucking gorgeous. Has some fucking fantastic fights. Only weird thing about it is that Imagine Dragons as a band are canon to the League of Legends universe now. Yeah, a little bit of a strange choice, I mean, but hey, they, they've just. I think they're just really big League fans. Yeah, I assume so. I mean, they did Warriors, which was for like the league. What was it? The NA championships, I think. Season like... season three world championships. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, I remember I remember the fucking video that came out with Warriors, the league video. And I remember being it's so it was so fucking hype. God, easier times, simpler times. But also the opening they have for this song is so fucking good. I still randomly belt out um, just the lyrics of it as I'm alone in my room. I just, I, I'm just like, I'm playing chivalry too on my computer. I'm just like, oh, the misery. <laughs> Being surrounded. Everybody wants to be What's- my enemy. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Commercials or sorry, I'm the last one to do number one, right? Yeah. yeah, we did all we our think. number ones. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Want to cut to commercials on one last time? Yeah, we'll cut to commercials again. I am Wes, modern mythology enthusiast and defender of the realm of toy collecting. This is Andy, my fearless friend. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I powered up my dynamic mic and said, "Welcome to Fandom Power." Andy became the mighty producer Andrew Daw, and I became host Wes, the newest pop culture podcaster on the interwebs. Only two others shared this secret, friend of the show and regular co-host Hank McLaughlin, and my lovely wife Kimberly. Together we explore the realms of fandom and bring it to you as only we can. Fandom Power is available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production. And we're back. We're back here with the penultimate category um, for, for our little yearly roundup here. Which one? The worst. We're going to talk about the worst. Okay, good. We saved, we saved the best for last, Tyler. Have you never heard of that saying? I, I thought you were so ha- Have you? Because you clearly would have saved worse. I, you would have saved worse. I thought you were aware of things, Tyler. Who else this was a this tough one? category. <laughs> We've watched a lot of garbage. I'd, I'd like to take credit now, for that. Now, for me, I'm going to tell you right now. My top three is just the top three uh, categories to get all mine. <laughs> and they're all Chris's picks. Every one of them. I feel like variety is the spice of life. It's not you, variety if they're all shit. No, because you can't, you can't appreciate a masterpiece until you've seen 
garbage. Until you've okay, had well, the got... worst day of your life, you cannot have the best one, Tyler. All right? Do wrong. you understand me? Wrong. I did that same uh, mythology with music. And like, oh, so he understands. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. there's a difference between doing it wait. like once and then doing it four times. You're, you'd be easy. How, want, you'd be surprised how much your brain can like adapt. How many times do you really need I to experience discuss, your worst day? Every, you need to experience it at least well, once, wait, a week, so other, other, uh, once a week. Once a week. So those other six are going to at least be okay. <laughs> if you make sure that you have a really bad Monday, Tuesday is going to be great. When I did this with music, Chris, I would listen to like... 400 to 500 albums a year. I would listen to anything. At a certain point, it's a waste of time to listen to garbage. Here's the thing. I think this is where you fucked up. People are constantly innovating on how to be terrible. It's it's absolutely amazing what you can what you can find by watching different like terribleness in different eras. It's like how were they garbage in the 70s versus like well how are they garbage today? It's a completely different ball game. And you can just find some of the most ridiculous shit in the world. I mean, like, I've, we've talked about Riverdale already on this show. Every time I watch that show, it blows my mind. Every time I watch that show, my expectations are shattered. I think I know what's going to happen. And then it just makes a person jump out a window for no reason. Or it turns, like, a little girl into a weird stalker who's filming the neighborhood. Like, it just does shit. There's no, there's no consciousness to it. It's, it's a living organism, Tyler. They, 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 that's what I want you guys to understand. These things are alive. These, most of these things are alive. Because that's the thing. Hey, Fez, is your one, two, and three just the cats episode? No. Chris, sometimes I think you just spit out words. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me I, this is what I'll say. There's no meaning behind them. I think you just talk. I will I say one last. talk for like five minutes just now, and I don't know. I, didn't get a I tuned out halfway through. <laughs> Someone out there understands. Someone out there will understand what I'm saying. Listen, I'll say one All thing. Right. I, I'll say one thing and then I'll, we can actually start categorizing. I think that there is something to be taken away from bad movies. There's something enjoyable or something to take. There's some, there is something to gain from it, whether it's enjoyability or just understanding what went horribly wrong. However, I do think there are some pieces of media that are so fucking abysmal to me that there is absolutely nothing to gain for them. And that's the kind of shit I put in this category. I'll, okay, I'll say I, I'll save something for the end, but that... I'll say this: I don't think all three of my mo- all three of my things in my category are Chris's picks. Ooh, damn! One's mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I am not picking out shit. <laughs> I'm excited for this. I'm excited. Let's go. Phase on number three. Uh, Dexter's Lab. Okay. Okay. I don't that's think the that... only show none of us finished. I don't think yeah. that was. Was that my pick? Or was that both of us? I don't know whose pick it was. Actually. I don't I think, think it was like kind of a universal. I think pick. that was a collective pick. All right, so I'm yeah. not counting that as my fault. Okay. Yeah, That's... it's just it's one of the shows that none of us were able to finish, and I think that needs to be up on some kind of ranking. That's fair. That's fair. I, I was debating putting it in mine because of that same reason. I, I completely like... forgot about it because <laughs> I don't think about you. Yeah, at that's all. actually the problem with a lot of that shit all. we've watched. <laughs> I just forget about it because yeah. no, I, I feel like it's like, it's like locked away, it's like deep shit. down. <laughs> I remember <laughs> the trauma that fucking cats we caused. <laughs> that was a good time. That was a good time. I had a fever of 105. I was absolutely on my deathbed. I'm pretty sure I had COVID. It was not good, and I was watching cats, and I think I was on the. I was on the verge of passing on into the. That's afterlife. how you survived. You kill the COVID with goddamn cats. You're like, all right, we gotta get the hell out of here. This guy's insane. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely had 
I'd say it's a top three like worst experience watching the show just because it's, it's boring it's and so I boring. tried I tried powering through it for the sake of the podcast and I and none, none of us could do it yeah I would yeah. I think Dexter probably would be my number four pick honestly um, yeah I think that probably it, it it's would definitely probably the worst like, is it the worst show it's the worst show yes, we watched. It's the worst show by far because there's yeah. no way we, we managed to sit through a show. No, actually, I'm sorry. I feel it's the second worst show that we watched. It was but the first. I will tell you, it's on my list, actually. Okay. I have a show on my list. Huh. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like Dexter's Laboratory ends up like right outside of the list of things that's like, this is, I think also because we didn't watch all of it, it doesn't feel as painful. I think if I did sit through all five yeah. seasons of Dexter, I would want to die because I but don't the get fact that, that we couldn't back. even sit through all five seasons. It says something. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Tyler, what's your number three? It, it's honestly just going to be the entire cats category. We got to pick one, Tyler. What's the no? I'm saying category? my one, two, three is the cats category. Oh, so which one are you starting with? It's a cat in the hat. Can the hat? No, wait, no, no, no. Okay, now thinking about it, no. Can the hat is actually not as bad as something else. Star Wars holiday special. You know what? Because of the absurdity in that, that one's kind of okay. <laughs> Pan's labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's why I couldn't play. Regular labyrinth. Labyrinth was before. Oh, that the was last year. year, right? So it doesn't even count. Fair point. Yeah, you can't do that one. Uh, no, mine was gonna. Be, oh. <laughs> now I'm thinking. Now I have to think. Do I go with? Uh, your favorite movie collection or something else? Very curious. Oh, okay. I see what he's talking about. But my, my Mac and me, you asshole. Mac and me. So that's going to be your number yeah. three? No, no, no. I just said, uh, no. Okay. I definitely hate <laughs> this movie more. Fuck Bird Box. Wow. So Bird Box. Oh. Wow. That, I'm glad we got a spicy drop already. That's pretty it's not spicy. I, I hate that, that spicy. Tyler's hated this movie. I forever. hate that movie. I hate I Hush 2. I don't know which one I actively hate more. I think. It's it's a coin flip every time I think of which one I hate more. They both I, suck. I think I, I dislike Hush more. Hush was almost on this list, but it, it does fall into that level of so stupid that I can chuckle at it. Yeah. So like I think I hate some, Bird, that's my takeaway from it. Bird Box gets my hate more because of all the fucking memes of oh it's such a good movie. It's like no shut up it's fucking not it's terrible. It's not a good movie no it's it's quite bad. And that category had a single good movie, <laughs> yeah. and it was The Quiet Place. That one had one good film. Um, not a not a strong. And I knew that going into it, like I knew I told you guys, I'm gonna hate this week. I said I'm gonna hate this week. Yeah, because we watched Hush before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was yeah. terrible. And I knew Tyler didn't like Bird Box to begin with. No, I hate it. Okay, so yeah, number three. I was surprised by that. I just I immediately expected it to be one of my picks because I've really well. I told you it was originally gonna be ca- all cat in the hat, but then I no not all cat in the hat, all cat, but then I realized cat in the hat is like okay. yeah, it's technically a bad movie, but at the same time, it's so. Weird. There's like, worse shit out there. There's worse shit, watched. and and there's some like there's some good bits. There's a good movie in that you can make a good movie in there. Yeah. There's parts that you can work with. If you cut it in half and you know sew it around a little bit, you could probably make something. Yeah, Frank's right. on it. I'll, I'll I'll take this one. This is gonna be a bit of a this is gonna be a surprise pick because I'm gonna assume both of you have probably forgotten we even watched this movie, Wall Street. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I fucking I thought about that it. movie. I don't even remember that shit. <laughs> this is this is the type of movie that I say what I mean. I can take nothing from it. I gained utterly nothing from this. Dude, experience. I for, I legitimately forgot about that movie completely. <laughs> I had, okay, I want to point this out. For next year, I want to have two different categories: one of actual worship, another one of things that piss us off, another one of those ones we don't remember we watched. I don't know if we can fit that many categories. We only have four this year, and I think we've been here for at least 45 minutes. Yeah, we got to redo this. Ep- not redo this episode. Think about this, how to do this episode next year, because we yeah. clearly didn't. 
Yeah. Well, I I like how things are coming out so far. Oh, but, it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, but love we didn't stuff. think of it. No. Well, that, that's 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 how our best ideas happen. But yes, Wall Street. I gain nothing from this movie. I this is probably one of my like most miserable cinematic experiences I've ever had. Was just sitting here, just counting the seconds, desperately praying for God to take me away. It was. It was. Are you counting? I, this is my pick. Yes. Yes, I am. I am counting this as your pick because you were the one who put it here because you thought it was better than it was. You didn't love it. You thought it was better than it would be. Wait, but no, originally you, I thought. Yeah, originally. Yeah. Originally you thought. That's what I'm saying. So I am counting this as your pick. Um, and I, I'm I not going to test this. I'm not disagreeing that I technically. Yeah. OK. Yeah, I did bring the movie. I put it in. But like we really didn't have another one. There was that. De- we didn't be good to put Wolf on Wall Street. We already you didn't want to take it out of the yeah. category. That is fair. I didn't want to take it out. There has to be other Wall Street movies. This we was a category we also threw together like last minute, so I can kind of overlook yeah. that for Tyler. That's fair. I what guess was the other movie that week? It was uh, the Big, Big Short, Short, which is a what great was movie. the other? Um, that's I don't a remember. Good question: What the fuck was the other movie we did? Uh, that's what we get on trying to capitalize on the whole GameStop thing. American Psycho. American Psycho. That was a good oh no, movie. that's a good movie. Yeah, those were two good movies. Point is, I fucking hated watching this, and I never want to again. It genuinely upset me. Like, this is the type of movie where it feels like my time was wasted, because I can't even take away, like, something cynical and comedic from it. I just have to sit there and wait for this movie to end. I did not enjoy that experience. Yeah, I'm never watching it again. I'm not, yeah, I definitely could have gone my entire life without watching it. Yeah. All right. On to our number twos. I think that's fair. Mm Mm-hmm. Faison? Shit. This is where it gets difficult. This is actually, uh, actually, no, Catwoman. Yeah, Catwoman's real bad. Catwoman, I don't, I don't, even, we don't even need to talk about it. Catwoman's yeah, your number two. I'm excited for his number one now. I don't know, maybe it's not it my number, number two's one, cats. actually. Number two is cats. So let's See, just talk about, is... let's talk about some of the cat movies real quick. <laughs> we should have actually just excluded cats from this category because we all know it was the worst one. Cat, there's not a single cats movie in my list. You motherfucker. I, I feel like I have worse experiences because Catwoman, right, is probably one of the most poorly edited films I've ever seen. Um, it's poorly constructed in every single way. It is it is a, a I don't think a movie could fail harder if it tried. And to me, that makes Catwoman special. <laughs> it's unique in how fucking God awful it is. The basketball scene is. It's like catnip to me. It's I can't look away from this shit. It's. It's, it's like definitely the not because you're looking at Halle Berry's ass. Well, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. No, these college girl, high school girl. <laughs> she... So wait, is that why it's not on your list? Because that's you had your focus somewhere else. No, no, it's not on my list because yeah, it's that was so, the one redeeming. Because your focus was somewhere else. It's the same reason that uh, True Detective is on my list. And is it wait? Is it the same reason Cats is not on your list? No, so, I mean, cats um, didn't make my list because no, no, no. Time, let's discuss this. Let's discuss well, it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna throw. I'm just gonna throw this out there because I just, I just always think that these people got paid to walk <laughs> around on all fours and pretend to be cats. <laughs> <laughs> that thought alone is worth the price of admission. <laughs> I think Taylor I, Swift, who's worth so much money, is walking around like a fucking cat. <laughs> The fact that she was like the best part of the whole thing too, and, and that part wasn't even that good or good to begin with. And they it, somehow conned like so many level actors. What's what's her what's her name, Tyler from uh, James Bond? 
oh god, the end scene with uh, uh, Dame Judy Dench. Yes, I'm not a cat. About, no, I'm not a dog. A cat, a cat is not a dog. It, where did that come Elba. from? Poor where, Idris Elba. They made his fucking fur the color of his skin, so you're just uncomfortable. I was just talking about that goddamn part, not like the fucking end scene with my sister. How much money did she get paid to mention a dog in a movie that didn't have a dog? Um, probably. I think she was in the stage play in West End, so probably she not was. that much. She, she probably was, but was like happy to come back. You know, it was like a kind of clap, like return to my roots, Mister Bond. Was there a dog in the play? Because it makes no sense that that this so, fourth wall breaking moment. This movie. Was makes such no a, sense. This movie, well, yes, it makes no sense. It was such a bizarre nightmare of a film that it led to me doing a lot of research on the play and trying to understand what the fuck Cats is. What I learned is that Cats is absolutely nothing. Cats, Cats isn't even real. It's just, it's just a bunch of people on a stage with garbage. Yeah, it's dancing just around costumes. It's the only reason to see it apparently is dancing co- and costumes. It's a bunch of really horny furries with trash bags over their heads, pretending to be mice occasionally. It's it's an utterly bizarre production. It's based off of a fucking series of short poems by a dead man. Um, I guess we might as well just get into Tyler's number two, which is cats. Sorry, sorry, we gotta. It's hard to do it. Yeah. yeah, okay. We're kind of talking about both. As I was just talking about the cat movies at this point. Yeah, they're all well, bad. Can I say my number one? No, no, we're not just gonna yet, skip Tyler. that. No, no, no we, we already get... know what it is. Well, we'll save it for the time, Tyler. You got to follow the flow. We're not letting you break the rules like you already broke the rule by not having a number three in the last category. You piece of shit. All right, let's skip this. We're going to keep talking about this for an hour. What's wanna, your... Uh, actually, no, I don't have anything else to say about Catwoman. It's very yeah. bad. Um, so my cats. number two is actually Dragon's Dogma. Really? I... It... it I... It, ah, it's something I that has gotten worse... It. Dragon's Dogma? Not not or Dota. No, not Dota. Got, you're thinking about Dota. Dota. Yeah, you're thinking about they Dota's both have dragon. dragon in their name. Yeah. yeah. Dota's good. Dota the Dragon's Blood or whatever is actually a pretty good show. Dragon's Dogma was yeah, seven never mind. episodes. Dragon's of, Dogma was really bad. It was seven episodes of edgy garbage where at the end the protagonist turns into a dragon and terrorizes people because the previous dragon was like, hmm, you see, I am evil because I am a dragon. But you hate me and want to kill me for murdering your wife and child. Who's the real monster here? And that whole this whole fucking show just pisses me off to no end. It's it's like I fucking detest this experience with a passion. It was seven. It was seven whole fucking episodes I had to watch. Oh, it's it looks fucking ugly a lot of the time. The characters are paper thin. There is yeah. nothing to take away from this experience whatsoever. It's sometimes hilarious, but it's not trying to be. I, I couldn't even laugh at it in those moments. Yeah, you can't. You said you laughed at the random three-way scene. I didn't laugh at the three-way. random three-way scene. What the fuck? Then you said you found it funny how he, they just walked in. And he was done. Okay, when I say I found it funny, I don't mean I laughed. I mean uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. Like I don't, whenever oh, I say okay. I find I was something thinking, funny, I'm not like. <laughs> in the context threesome. you described it, in the context you described it, I'm thinking that you laughed at it. No, I just found it to be weird, kind of bizarre. I I found it funny, quote unquote. You know that I didn't I didn't find it actually humorous. It's just fair. Just it's a fucking phrase, Tyler. Either way, Dragon's Dogma. I I really I don't like it. I think I think it it ends up beating a Wall Street because. Wait, you two finished it, right? Yes, yes, we did. Faison, did you finish it? Uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember if I finished it. I know I didn't. I did. I might I think I did. Twenty minutes left. I might be the only one who suffered through it. Then I think I finished it's it. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's very bad. And I think it 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 
beats Wall Wall Street for the second place because it's it longer. You off. It piss, they both piss me off. This one pisses me off more, which is which is you know you're right. That's probably part of it. It's also just longer. It's like more time that I've lost. Yeah. Watching this movie, I I, I can I it's it it's like a worse investment. <laughs> so Dragon's Dogma is my number two, and that's why I say that's actually the worst show, worse than Dexter's Lab. Okay. Uh, that's it. Number ones. Number ones. I'm gonna go with the town. Is I had uh, I had kind of high hopes for it. <laughs> and it yes. Was so Chris is that your number one. That's my number one, it motherfuckers. Was just so fucking boring. Nothing ha- really happens in the movie. Two and a half hours. And it's two and a half hours. <laughs> you could have watched most of a Lord of the Rings movie at that point. Yeah. Unextended, of course, but still, point to be like, made. I don't think there were any real redeeming scenes. Anything where I was like, I kind of chuckled at or laughed at. Nothing. Not an enjoyable experience. If I could describe describe a movie as dry, this would be the movie that I did yeah. that to. It, it, it was flavorless. There was, there was, I, I. It was a, it's like a piece of burnt toast. At least burnt toast stings your tongue. You know what I mean? Like it has a bad oh, taste. Oh yeah, you're to right. It. This is like, it, it's, it's just like a very, like a piece of bread that someone left out on the counter for way too long. And you've now been, it's stale. That's what it is. Stale is the word I was trying. I was describing the process by which bread becomes stale, but I couldn't remember the word. It, that's exactly how I And I think the fact movie. that it has like a star-studded cast makes it even worse because you know that all these actors can do stuff and they did nothing. Jeremy Renner is the best part of this movie, but also he's kind of playing a boring person. He's just playing like kind of angry man. It's like, okay, Jeremy Renner, I know you're an angry man. But can you act? You know, as, as, <laughs> give, me, <laughs> give me something to work with, please. Please, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like bartering with this movie. I'm begging for something, just something to keep me going. And it gave me nothing. And I know Tyler likes the action sequence at the end. To me, I don't think the action sequence is particularly well shot. I think it's actually poorly edited. And I also don't think it's. I feel like I've seen that action sequence in a thousand other movies it, i you could take that sequence and put it in a fucking jack reacher film yep. and it'd be the same goddamn thing i i would be just as unimpressed i'm so happy that that was your number one for <laughs> i'm like i'm fucking ecstatic i literally only one of your picks was one of your movies was my pick i feel fucking great about this oh God. well yeah that's why that's why i said not all of them were yours yeah. It was it was a collective effort. What was your second me. one? Uh, Catwoman was the second one. Catwoman. Yeah, Dexter, then, we said wasn't my pick either. It was just yeah, Dex, Dexter's universe. Yeah, yeah. So only like one. Dexter was a collective, yeah. and so then... only one's Tyler, but also only one's mine. Yeah. Yes, your list was also like what is it? Two years? No, one, one me, one collective. Yours. Yeah. No, one well, was, no. Dra- what, Dragon right? Dragon Dogma was out of necessity. Because, yeah, like, we, we have to throw Wall- that in there. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not putting Wall Street on. Oh, okay. So I'm saying Wall Street is collective, Dragon Dogma kind of collective because they were out of necessity, right? They weren't really like, oh yeah, let's watch this. Yeah. But then the town I am putting on you, so it is still one you. (laughs) And then I got Catwoman, so. Then Catwoman is your number one, yeah. So wow, this is not this is definitely not what I expected. (laughs) I'm surprised that you didn't put Team America. Because I don't ultimately. No, it was. uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. 
But no, even even with even with that in mind, I do take away something from Team America, which is my passion against Team America. You know, <laughs> and it's kind of like a fiery passion. It's like I don't like this movie. With the town, it's like I I don't even want to talk about this movie. Anymore. I don't care about you at all. <laughs> I don't think about you at all. That's <laughs> exactly literally what it is. Weird. Yeah, like at least with Team America, there's like a passionate like. I don't like this. And also I can appreciate the puppet work. I like puppets. So like there's still some I, team America, even with this would not be on this list right now. Even if I could have. Would team America it. be on your given a second try? You think, Oh, there's no shot for that one. I would say yes, but it'd have to be in a game night type situation. And I would need to be pretty drunk. Hmm. Yeah. But I'd give it a second try with in a group setting. Cause I watched it with Tati and she fell asleep like 20 minutes in. So nice. I was just alone watching Team America, which is probably the worst way to watch Team America at like 1130 yeah. in the after, in the morning, you know, trying to get a ser- semi not serious watch, but like you're actually focusing on it and shit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm willing to I would give Team America a second try. Honestly, I think I would hmm. and see kind of how I feel about it after that. But I think that about sums up our worst of list. God damn. Wow. Okay, yeah. So I want to go for the one last one last commercial break and then we'll talk about the best shit we've seen. Yep. yep, sounds good to me. Answer the break. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we bring you the latest in film, TV, and all things pop culture related. Join us as we spill the tea on what's going on in the entertainment world with new episodes every week. A friend of mine once said that the conversation continues after the credits, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And you can subscribe to us on podcast platforms around the internet. Thank you all, and you take care. And welcome back. Here we are at the end of the line with the creme de la crop. The best this was movies. this was actually the one I struggled with the most. I knew my number one right off the bat. I knew my number one right off the bat. It was the second two that was really difficult. Yeah, and I think I, I mean I I had my number one down and I was pretty like really confident in it. And then when I found out I had the list, you know, top three, mm-hmm. that's when it got tough. I think I'm pretty sure I know Tyler's number one, and I'm pretty sure I know Faison's number one. I do just also want to say my number three is an absolute wild card pick and is extremely biased. Like huh. deeply, deeply, deeply biased. So I just, I want that to be in, stated beforehand before we jump into it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Number threes. Uh, my number three is going to be Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. <sighs> what do you want to say, Tyler? I saw that, your face. Cause it's, I'm like, I'm still semi debating, but it's either honorable mention or that would have been my third, but it, it's somewhere between there. Yeah, I just it, think again, it's obviously a really well done movie. It covers a topic that I've never looked like really learned about in school. For obvious reasons. Right? Because yeah, for obvious reasons. But we we never got to like touch touch that part of black history and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I so the reason I originally we originally had five categories. We originally had like best new. And honestly, the only reason I had that category was because I couldn't fit all the movies I wanted to in my best movies pick. So yeah. I, that's where I had Judas and the Black Messiah because I really fucking like that movie. I think that is a fantastic film. I think it was some of the best performances I've seen all year are, are exclusively to that movie. I think, like you said, it handles a topic that you don't really get to learn a lot about. 
And then I think it handles. So you actually it. don't learn anything about. Yeah, you don't learn anything yeah. about in school alone. And I think it's just like, it, ah, it's good. It's a movie that really left an impression on me. And that, like, I said it during the episode, it feels like one of those pivotal moments in history where if, yep. like, if this man didn't die, I think things truly would be different, you know, in, in one way or another. Uh, and I think that movie really has resonated on me. It is, it is just fucking barely not on my list. Like, yeah, no, my, it, my it top is on three my, is I have to talk, yeah. I have to talk about it now. It's definitely my third pick. Oh, okay. Very. So that's Tyler's third as well. What was, what was going to be your, uh, what was going to be your third before? Under the skin. I was trying to really debate picking under the skin of this. Mm. Chris, you know, I love that movie. So yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying nothing against it again. Even I've warmed up to it to the point that I'm willing to give it another shot. Yeah. Because uh, it's, there's nothing else. I keep using that, that phrase, but there really isn't anything like this movie where you show an alien viewing us and it's the most, to me, it's one of the most uncomfortable things ever. Just watching other people like that the balloon <laughs> not even just a, well like, yeah the balloon yes the balloon is is like disturbing too but like the fucking baby scene yeah that's pretty disturbing scene which you're just watching people not helping and you're just watching somebody die and someone try and save them and then leave a kid alone mm. you value uniqueness in what you watch i think the most probably than out of out of anything of like any particular well, it depends on if it's Depends as long it's... as it's well constructed. Yeah, well I mean, like I'm, I'm starting to warm up as much as you could warm up to like bad movies. But I mean, like if a movie is badly, <laughs> uh, uniquely bad, or something like that, there's the, there's something there. I mean, you don't. Yeah, love that's Cabo why Holiday Island? Special didn't make a. No, 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 no. no. That's terrible filmmaking. I hate terrible filmmaking. That's the difference. Uh-huh. Cats is at least well made, but but fucking Horrible stupid because yeah. of everything else in its existence. Same thing and with yeah, Macamy. Uh, Macamy is like just so weird. It's absurd. Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah, I couldn't put it in. Mac and Me falls into the category of holiday special where I couldn't yeah. put it on this list. It's it's too bizarre to really discuss in any meaningful way. It simply is. Yeah. It's a cosmic el- eldritch entity that just will, will surpass us all one day. Anyway, on to my number three. And again, this is an extremely biased pick. I, to the point that I was debating t- not even p- having this as my number three. It was a lot of back and forth. It's 10 things I hate about you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, extre- I, I, I you said before you love the movie. Yeah, I fucking love this movie. It's got to be it's it, it's a movie. Again, I also had no expectations of it. Tati showed it to me. I knew Heath Ledger was in it. And that was all I really knew about the movie. And I, I know I know Heath Ledger is great. I've seen him in a couple things. I love him in obviously Dark Knight. Everyone loves him in Dark Knight. I also really love him in uh, A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale is a personal favorite movie of mine. I, I used to watch a lot when I was younger. I need to get on that movie. People say it's amazing. It's really fucking good. I fucking love that movie. Um, and then I watched this and it has really become like the ultimate feel good movie for me to watch. You know, yeah. it's 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 purely biased. I think it's very well crafted as far as a rom-com can be. You know, like it's it's well enough shot. I think there's some really good performances across everybody here. Um, I think it's got a, a cast that went on to do a lot of great things afterwards because it, they did fantastically in this movie and you can really see it. Uh, strong emotional stakes, good structure. It's, it's very well constructed. And then I also fucking love it. So that's my incredibly biased uh, number three spot. Eh, I don't think it's that biased, though. Okay. Wow. I, mean, I thought, I thought like, it would have been a bit more of a hot take. It might be a hot take when you see what has been, like, not been off. allowed to be in my top three, you know, because, like, obviously, Judas and the Black Messiah. But um, I'll just give – I'm not going to give an honorable mention because I know it's going to be in Tyler's list as number one, so I won't say anything. But there are certain mm. other movies – yeah, you know what I'm saying. There are certain other movies that definitely deserved a crack in the top three, but – Ultimately, I just love this one too much. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like, I, or... I was going to say, I enjoy the movies. The first time I saw it was because it is. And it is a good movie. I have nothing against it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it does work for me in a lot of ways. And yeah, number twos. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Minari. Oh, nice. I kind of forgot about Minari. Oh, man. I think just the story, like I related so much to that story. It It's hard for me to not rank it in my top three. Yeah. God, Minari was fucking excellent. Absolutely excellent. I Last year had, had a lot of great movies. Film. Yeah. I, I, it's, so like I said, uh, the other category that I wanted to do best new it was mostly because like of that the Oscars category. Because I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe this will be either of your picks. I'm just gonna say it now. It's not on my list. But Promising Young Woman is another honorable movie. Mention. That yeah, honorable mention. Fa- fucking fantastic. Um, I wanted to put it somewhere, and that's why I had that other category. It was in there right next to Judas and the Black If Messiah. we do it, I think we would just say, how do we do it? Just say best of whatever year it is. Best of twenty. Yeah, maybe maybe we should do it like that. That came out that year. We'll hmm. we'll, we'll workshop it for next year. Um, but yeah, Minari. Fucking fantastic movie, God. Um, Stephen uh, Young is so Stephen Young. That's what I was trying to remember I, his I, first name. I'm so glad he got off Walking Dead. Like everyone loves him on Walking Dead, and I did love him. Yeah, he was great as fun. But it's so much better to see him get better shit. You know, I, I'm gonna. This is gonna be a completely bizarre sentiment, right? So you know they're doing Indiana Jones five, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have for some reason I have this gut feeling that they're gonna do the kind of whole passing the torch thing. It didn't really work last time. No one liked Indy four. And also Shia LaBeouf um, is a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. So I have the feeling they're going to bring back Short Round from Temple of Doom. I thought you were going with this. Yeah. I think that Stephen Young would be an excellent adult Short Round to be passed the torch to. I don't think they've gotten into the casting phase for this movie yet. I think it's still in early pre-production. But I think Stephen Young would be absolutely fantastic in this. I don't know if he would do kind of such a, I guess, commercial role. You know what I mean? Like a blockbuster style movie. I'm not sure if he would after Minari, but um, yeah, you can go back and forth. He, yeah, he's an excellent actor. I, I really, I enjoyed him in Minari. I enjoyed him in The Walking Dead. I would love to see him uh, opposite Harrison Ford in this movie. That's completely random, but it's just a random thought I had the other day and I was talking to someone about, so I had to mention it here where it came up. I mean, you're not wrong. It would be a good casting. Yeah. But yeah, goddamn, Minari. I fucking, that is a good fucking movie. Tyler, what's your number two? Yeah, no, it is. Um... My number two is such a perfect day. A beautiful day, not perfect day. Is that the short film? Yeah. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> I knew you did. Yeah, wait, I didn't. I don't think I liked that one either. Neither of you liked it as much as I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did not enjoy that whatsoever. Yeah. Wow, I was not. Ex- this, this is an interesting. This is an interesting category already. I'm loving this. No, I, I kind of. Not only had I kind of forgotten about that. I also don't remember enjoying it. So tell me, Tyler, what 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 draws it to you? Is it just First off, I know we call or... I know it's literally a short, but it's like what ninety minutes or something like that. It's basically a. a it's basically we're counting. I'm counting as a movie. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, I don't know. There's something about the monotone style of voice that kind of remind me of like portal humor, kind of, mm-hmm. and just the way the emotional impact of this guy's story. He's a fucking stick figure, mm-hmm. and by the end of it. I mean, most I I did too, but most of the people the whole thing with the, the short is like, oh, I got so emotional by the end of it, I was tearing up. It's like, all right, and they all loved it. I felt the same reaction. And maybe I need to give that a rewatch. I I think to me, 
it ended up being a very uh you felt a very like do it yourself YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I mean apparently that's how that, I felt that is, about it. Apparently that isn't its bloodline. The guy who did this had done that type of content before. Um, I think with that in mind, it started to feel very uh like it would throw a lot of shocking imagery at you very quickly. Well, it felt like that was in order to obviously it was supposed to be reflective of the stick figures like mental state and the character's mental state, but ultimately the level of shockingness of it just kind of felt very like um not necessarily like torture porn, but like the imagery you get from torture porn. And the only reaction that type of stuff ever gets for me is okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't it's think not, it I don't think it went to that extent ever. It, it you know, I think actually the perfect d- comparison to me would actually be it was from um, one of the Twin Peaks movies. I don't remember which. There was a scene where we see inside the Black Lodge and there's a lot of close-ups of like, maybe, I don't think it was episode eight. I think it was in one of the films. I think it was Fire Walk With Me. Where we see oh, wait, when you Black see Lodge. it inside, uh, when you go into the gas station, it's basically- Yes, into the gas station. That's what it was. Yeah. And you see like there's close-ups inside people's throats and inside their mouths. And there's like a lot of bizarre imagery and people like dancing in little corners. The imagery is is something shocking and bizarre, and I think it works in Lynch's work, and I don't think it really worked here for me. Hmm. So to me, it ended up coming off as like it felt substanceless, even though the story itself did have substance. I I don't know quite how to how to describe it. I just I, I ended up with no real connection or reaction to the short. Yeah, it's just, just something me. that didn't stick. Yeah, people hmm. love it. I think it, it won some awards in Sundance. I'm looking at it right now. So people people clearly enjoyed it. Maybe, I don't know. In a weird way, I feel less inclined to give this one a shot. I feel very set in my my Ways conclusion it. of it. Yeah, I feel very set in that. Whereas, like, usually, like, when it comes to, like, um, like let's say Under the Skin, right? It's a comparison. It's easy to come back to. Even as we were first talking about it, I was very adamant. But I think even it wasn't too long before I kind of started to break away into, like, okay, maybe there's something here I really should give another try to. And I haven't felt that way about It's Such a Beautiful Day. That's fair. Yeah, I think it's, again, it's incredibly unique. I think it's actually probably worth, even if I don't like it, I do think people should see it. You know what I mean? I think what helps it is that it goes from being like the monotone humor and just deadpan is hilarious, and then it immediately goes to you crying because something emotional happened. Mm. Yeah, I think it's driving is still the funny. Him driving is still the funniest cutaway I've ever seen. Just goes from a really sad moment, I think, describing his mother dying, and then just cuts to Bill is driving a car, and he's beating down the fucking highway and he's a stick figure in a real car. I do remember that actually. Yeah, that, was, that was a solid cut. That was a good cutaway. Yeah. It's an, it's an interesting one. I, I, I wasn't expecting it on anyone's list, but uh, I, like, I like to see some variety on here. Um, my number two is, an, I guess, a bit of another strange one, or definitely one that I didn't expect to be on here, even when we had this movie in a category. I'd seen it before we did it on the podcast. Um, I think something I really enjoy about this movie is how much discussion it ended up sparking uh, between me and Tati after we watched it. It is Fight Club. I thought it was going to be Fight Club. Yep, Fight Club as yeah. my number two. I, I didn't expect it at first. Like I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it. I think I enjoyed it substantially more the second time around. I think that I really like how much David Fincher... David Fincher, he really adapted a lot of it very one-to-one early on before taking things on his own personal direction. And I both appreciate what he adapted and very much appreciated what he changed from the source material. That's that's what it was. So remember how I said for Clerks, it felt like there was another piece of content that did something similar with its ending and changing it? 
Oh, yeah. okay. I was referring to Fight Club, where in the original book's ending, the protagonist ends up in a psych ward surrounded by members of um, the Project cult Mayhem. that he had, yeah, Project Mayhem, um, pretty much implying that he would never be able to leave. And I didn't, I didn't enjoy that ending. It felt, again, too much like Clerks, and he dies at the end, right? Not the same thing, but it, it felt in that vein of like, and everything's bad now. Yeah, what's didn't, the point? Didn't, didn't quite work for me. Whereas I really enjoy Fincher's ending as cynically hopeful as it ends up being. I think this movie has really stuck with me and I, I really haven't been able to really shake it since we watched it. It's kind of I mean, I raised my, my rating. I raised my rating from when I first saw it. I mean, I saw, the, I saw it multiple times when I was a kid. Mm. But the last time I like rated it, I had it a 9 out of 10. And then I finally just put it like, yeah, no, fuck it. No, this is a 5. I actually, I think I brought it from the four to the four and a half, but honestly, with how much it's been on my mind, I'm going to do it right now. It definitely deserves to be the five for me. I'm going to do it. Same thing with Judas and Black Messiah now that we talked about it again. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to also, I, I think I had Judas and Black Messiah as a, I think I already had it as a five. Let me check. You had it as a five and then dropped it unless you did it again. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I'd, I'd been a little bit back and forth. I dropped it, raising it back up to five. Keep it, keep it that way. These are movies that I think are fantastic because they, if a movie sticks with you for that long and you're not really able to shake what you got out of it, I think that's a damn good fucking movie, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really what Fight Club does for me. On to our number ones. Final, final section of the category. I think we have the same number one and I don't really want to steal the spotlight from you, Chris. No, I'm going to let you go first. I think me and you do have the same number one. I think, I think Faison, Tyler's the only one with one that's different. I'm surprised that this movie is not on his list at all. Maybe it's not his about number him? one. You might arrival. Oh wait, no. Okay, go. You go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you not like Arrival, Tyler? No, uh, Arrival is a great. I said on the podcast before, Arrival is a great movie. I obviously see why people think it's uh, Villeneuve's best movie, and it's a masterpiece and all that. I get it. Something was missing for me. I don't know what, but something was missing. Daddy Dennis is in tears. He's canceling Dune two right now. He's throwing away the script. He's texting <laughs> Timothy Shalamanji that it's not happening because Tyler Tyler really didn't. You haven't Tyler... seen Prisoners, and you I know how seen... much I love. You know how much I love. I know he loves you. Love. I haven't seen Prisoners. You're right. I, I I'm not going to definitively say anything like this is his best movie. I can't because I've not seen enough of his films. But again, if you do, I totally get why. Yeah, I just even like watching this movie in a vacuum. I don't think there's been anything I've watched on this podcast that has left me this way. I don't think there's a single bad like thing about this movie right yeah i can't the soundtrack is amazing the soundtrack's amazing i can listen to that that soundtrack score god i can listen to that piece of violin that violin piece at any given point and i will just have to sit down and i just have to take it in you know what i mean like i can't there's there's only one other soundtrack there's only one soundtrack that i know that basically i did the same thing for and it's for phantom thread i still have to see that it's you it's amazing Anyway, the visuals visuals are amazing too. I mean, even like the alien designs, come on. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous, both in in like its design work and also just how it's shot. The scene where they first go into the ship and everything's inverted, I will say that whole sequence from them actually meeting up is a masterpiece. Yep. I personally would classify this entire film as a masterpiece. Thematically, again, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I I love its use of nonlinear storytelling. I think it's done so perfectly you really are just watching under a certain at least i mean obviously this is my first time watching it on the show you i watched it under the assumption of you know amy adams had been in a relationship prior to all this stuff going on and the child died and blah 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 you know and then 
you're actually watching the movie of her meeting Geraldine Renner and you're watching this the origin of this relationship before things begin to fall apart and the fact that that is so integral to the theme of the film because Amy Adams is completely aware of all the suffering she's ever going to have to experience every yep. every single detail but she still has to make this choice it's so poignant i mean i i i'm a sucker for the theme of like of sacrifice for responsibility you know or even sacrifice for for something and for something that you feel is important yeah. i'm a sucker for that theme for like a greater cause yeah i mean that was my favorite part that's the reason i actually like no way home is they finally put that theme on spider-man and i feel that's very critical to the character and here they do a similar theme but they do it in a way that's obviously significantly more a lot way fucking it's just better it's better in every single way than any other movie i've seen this year like if i had to to skip put a scale to where Arrival and Fight Club are in my number one and two lists, they are miles apart. Because Arrival is probably one of my favorite, it probably, it might just be my favorite movie I've ever seen. It, it's, yeah. it's easily up there for me. I mean, I, I mean, we saw this movie how long ago now? Like April uh, May. Yeah, we've seen this movie six, seven months ago. I haven't been able to get those, those violins out of my head. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't shake that single piece of music and everything that it that it means to me at this point. I think this movie is, I think this movie's perfect. Yeah, that's just, that's just me. Fazing guy, anything that that trophy number one? Nope. <laughs> uh, Chris Chris got it all, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I guess on to Tyler with what I'm do you think just, it is? I'm assuming it's Apocalypse now. Yeah. Yeah, I figured it was. Apocalypse Now, it was between Apocalypse Now and 10 Things I Hate About You, specifically for that final spot. Weird how that's in the same category. I I, it, I really like Apocalypse Now. I really do enjoy that. I think that movie's excellent. I just love 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, fair. Apocalypse Now is, is literally one of the greatest movies I've just ever seen. There's nothing besides the fact that production's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Besides the yeah. fact that that entire thing is a shit show, and we got Hopefully this masterpiece out of it, nuts with it. Yeah, the fact that you don't see Marlon Briano for ninety percent of the movie, and the moment he does, he's the best part of it. God. Yeah, his performance is unreal, or maybe surreal. it's terrifying. It's, it's it's fucking brilliant. I mean, they describe him as like a warrior poet, and he nails the. He it it, it almost feels like you don't believe that it's him when you see it. I mean, yeah, every this is going to be a very bizarre comparison, but it's like what I'd imagine seeing like an ancient general would be like, 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 like a pharaoh or a king or someone of significant near godlike importance to his people. You know, he's yeah. just sitting there naked, rubbing his skull, and yet he has all the regal authority that any person in the world could ever have. Uh, coming out of the shadows is terrifying. You just see fucking, his fucking face. Oh god, it's gorgeous! It's amazing, and also just gorgeous. It's gorgeously shot. It's yeah, also it was one tough of the best leaving this movie ever. off my list. It was very hard to again. This this and ten things I hate about you fought each other back and forth over and over again um, for that final spot because Apocalypse Now is fucking fantastic. The use of the doors, the end is one of the best fucking pieces of music. The use of the all the music moments, in this is amazing. The, the, it's the best moment of using a song, like an Audi used song in a movie, just mm -hmm. like it opening and then it ending with like with, with killing him. God, Marlon Vando, Brando invented acting for this film. It's crazy to think about it. That's not that like ridiculous a statement. <laughs> it's not even that ridiculous a statement. 
Um, I mean, like the fact that this movie that... lost the Oscars too. I'm gonna talk about this movie so much more when we do that category. What did he lose to? Uh, Kramer vs. Kramer. Oh yeah, that's weird. It's very weird. Coppola yeah. must have been fucking seething. He filmed this movie for like however fucking long it was again. <laughs> the tape of it was like four out. No, what, what did it say that he had like 600 hours of footage from this fucking? Yeah, movie? I think it was like 600, 700 hours of footage, something to that range. Um, and then he loses to Kramer versus Kramer. Mon Sheen getting drunk in the beginning of the movie was real, and it's just like fuck it, we're gonna film it. Yeah, and that's that's like I like I remember there was that meme of like you know none of that was prepared. You know they just started filming. That's actually what this was. Oh yeah, God, it is a it is, it's excellent. You know, I, it's the most probably the most accurate portrayal of Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. Before this, I think my major Vietnam movie was uh, Full, Full Metal Jacket. Jacket. Yeah. yeah. Also, again, excellent movie. Fantastic movie. Different take um, on it. Different take on it. Drastically different take on it. Excellent film. Uh, this is better. This is much better. <laughs> it's it's like it just feels bigger. It's an epic. It is. Yeah. It, I mean, I think that kind of also just lends to the whole. I don't know why, but I, it, things about this movie almost feel like uh, mythicized. You know, yeah. Marlon Brando is like this. This like Alexander the Great, Ramses the Second type figure. Um, this is obviously an adaptation of Heart of Darkness, so it's like this this travel up the river is like some kind of holy quest or a journey. You know what I mean? You're going to hell, and then the yeah the bridge scene. You can talk about every scene in this movie. The fucking bridge scene is a nightmare. Oh, is that the, which one's is that the the one at the ending sequence? Not bridge, they... not bridge. I'm sorry, I meant night scene. The night, the bridge at night when everything's gone to shit. You can't see anything. Everybody's oh God, shooting yeah. at nothing. I mean, yeah. dude, just, just, I think my favorite shot in the entire movie has to be when the entire group, they pull up to uh, the, Marlon Brando's group or whatever. And they it is. part the fucking people. They, they part the people, and all of these people are lined up, and there's these stone, these stone like obelisks and statues all it's over the It's literally just like, welcome to hell. That's literally what that is. It's, it's visually one of the most beautiful things I think I've ever seen. It, it's such a gorgeous composition, such a gorgeous shot. And again, it just, it feels like something out of like, it, it, like this could be the equivalent of like the Iliad or the Odyssey, you know what I mean? These these or the the, the epic of Gilgamesh. It, it really has a sense of scale that matches that. Fuck it, I'm giving it the five right now. Four and a half to a five. <laughs> yeah, why the hell? I still don't know why do you put it at a four and a half to begin with. <laughs> um, I think it was just the the slow burn, you know? Because it, it, I oh cause, we, oh you took points off. We we watched the plantation scene. We, we took plants off because the plantation, plantation, plantation scene is longer in the extended cut. Yeah, and it, it doesn't feel it's not as necessary. Which However, makes sense because it got cut. Yeah, it got cut. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna weight that against it right now. That was the only thing that was holding me back a little bit. But right now, just talking about that sense of scale that I don't think any other movie, I can't think of many movies that can really give me that. It's weird, dude. Dune is the only one I could think of. But even then, Dune, a movie about Dennis, space. Dennis is Dennis is Dune. Because we talk about the scale of it. I guess. I mean, I don't. I. But here's the thing: like, even though that movie is a big, giant space movie, this feels bigger. Oh yeah, yeah no, certainly, I agree. This movie That's... that takes place in one country, yeah. <laughs> on a river, on a river in a single country. Yeah, it's it was very tough not putting this in my in my top three. Like, I could easily make an argument for like this versus Fight Club. Fight Club just it, it really got like the gears turning in my brain in a big way. You know, there was so much for me to really just chew on and dissect. And all these movies are really good. And that, I think that's the main yeah. takeaway. We, we watched a lot of good fucking, movies. We it's watched good that I good picked shit. all new watches. These are all new watches for you? All these movies are, yeah. 
So you never seen it? I thought I could have. Okay, I think I think we probably talked about this during the episode. I would have assumed that you'd already seen Apocalypse Now. No, that's okay. just one of those movies that there's never a time for me, at least, that I'm gonna be like, I want to watch a war movie. That's very fair. And no, even I, though, I, and even though I know, this Dunkirk. Is, yeah, same thing. Like I'm never gonna re- rewatch a war movie for the most part. This one has the highest chance just because it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. You're this was actually the only category where it was. I had a movie that wasn't new, a new watch because I've seen Arrival before. Mm-hmm. Oh. Huh. I guess. Oh, because you hadn't seen Neon Genesis either. Wow. So, nope. I mean, I guess, yeah, you got a lot of, you got, you probably got the most mileage for yourself. So uh, for the TV here. shows, wait, what was it, mine? Neon Genesis, True Detective. Actually, okay, and I didn't see two, two of them were new. Yeah, I, I'd seen Neon Genesis, and then I'd, I'd seen 10 Things I Hate About You, and I'd seen Fight Club, but truly rewatching it this time around felt like watching it under a different light. Um, to the point that I borderline like part of my brain wants to consider it new just because of how much I feel like it was felt like a very different experience compared to the first time I saw it. Yeah, but even even at its most stringent, I mean, I only saw actually three of the things that you know are on, are on my entire list are things that I'd seen before. Pretty interesting. We watched a lot of good shit. You know, we 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 have experience, I'd say, just about every kind of genre at this point. There are a couple ones we might have missed here and there, but I think we got the broad strokes of film. And that's I think we binge. got about everything. That that right there, that's the binge. Wait, that is the, the 2021 binge. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for uh, for joining if us. If you've through. stuck around this long, thank you. If you stuck around this long, thank you very much. And we hope we hope to see you for 2022. We already you know have some pretty interesting. What, you know what else we hope? That they leave a review. God damn. Yeah. Listen, we watched like at least 150 things just in this year. If we included what we watched since the start of the show, we've watched about 180 plus different pieces of pro- property, different pieces of media. Leave a review. We have consumed so much and we have regurgitated even more. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Is there something you want us to cover? We'll try and find space for in 2021. Surprisingly, we're booked through May, though. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Well, hold on. Things can be moved, maybe. <laughs> Things that maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys will join us again next year. We got some interesting stuff planned up. I have a, I have a very fun episode that I'm very excited for starting off the year. And then the second episode is like, that's probably my favorite show for the entire year is probably going to be in that episode. So there are, it's Russian doll. There are things to look forward to. Um, yeah, thanks for joining. Tyler, Tyler, do your thing. Do your thing. You already Tyler. did half of it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, do the other half. <laughs> uh, go check out Fender Power Film Optics and Bite Size Movie Reviews. See how, if they're doing their own version of this. Le- wow, you really did take out half of it. Oh, I think that was like literally all of it. Do you need to shout out the podcast? Yeah, we're going to actually, um, one thing that we should actually mention, we're going to be taking a little break for um, the next three weeks or so. Yep. We're going to be back on what day? January 24th. That's the day we're going to be back? I thought we were back to later. You no, want to January 24th. Later? Oh, okay. We're going to be back on January 21st. We're, we're taking three weeks off. One can say we're going on a, a grand adventure. Um a very uh we have we're very, we have a one track mind there's one piece of things that that one piece of media in particular i've had my eye on for a little while so we're doing one piece when we come back we're doing one piece 
I'm a boy and sing along all your hopes and dreams. Damn, I'm so fucking excited. I'm finally getting them the one finally getting a one piece episode. Join us next year. We'll be back. Thank you very much. Thank you guys.